Hi, I'm Ray, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today, we're doing a first look at Night Witches. Uh, we've already done a little bit of the character creation. Um, the Basically, the, the boring parts, we've assigned our stats uh, and made up some of our, done our looks and backgrounds. Um, and so now we're going to be doing, choosing our moves and stuff in a second. Uh, but uh, this is our first episode of Insert Quest here with an all woman cast. So that'll be interesting. Um, I am playing Sergeant Hana. Uh, I am female. I wear a threadbare uniform. I have a beautiful body. My eyes are gnarled. My hometown is a series of orphanages. And uh, I write back home to myself. I am a strange woman. Uh, and I own that truth. Uh, uh, hi, I'm Rowana. Uh, everyone calls me Ro, and I'm playing Sergeant uh, Ekaterina uh, Katja Trishina, um, playing a female, wearing a very stylishly flashy uniform, uh, tough, compact build with laughing eyes, hailing from the big city of Moscow, and right home to my baby sister, Valia. And what Roughly playbook are you 10, playing? 12. And I'm playing a hawk, so the ace sort of pilot. Cool. Yeah. Uh, hi, I am Nika. I am playing as Tatiana Kamarova, uh, an owl. Uh, I'm a female. I've got a regulation uniform. I'm quite small. Uh, I have a very serious face. I hail from Vladivostok, and I write back home to my grandfather, Zedushka. Uh, and I'm overall just a very serious and oriented kind of woman. Are you ready, Lex? I am. So my name is Lex. Um, I'm going to be the GM for the evening, so I'm running the game. I'm also playing the other lovely women of the 588th Night Bomber Regiment. I'm also playing the horrible men of your brothers in the 288th Night Bomber, or 218th Night Bomber Regiment. I'm playing the people that make up the NKVD secret police and the Hitlerite bandits far below your wings that you're bombing each night. And I'm really excited to play this. Wonderful. So what's the next part of character creation? So next up, we're going to actually do a fun little thing. I believe I posted the oath in chat. I don't know if everyone can see that. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I think we're going to go one by one, just in the same order we introduced ourselves. And where it has your name slot in there, you're going to use your character name. Cool. I, Hana Rutman, uh, promise to rise to the defense of my motherland, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, as a fighting... Ma'am, <laughs> of the workers and peasants' Red Army, I promise to defend it bravely, skillfully, uh, with dignity and honor, sparing neither my blood nor my life itself for the achievement of total victory over our enemies. 
Uh, I, Ekaterina Trushina, promise to rise to the defense of my motherland, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, as a fighting man of the Workers and Peasants Red Army. I promise to defend it bravely, skillfully, and with dignity and honor, sparing neither my blood nor my life itself for the achievement of total victory over our enemies. I, Tatyana Kamarova, promise to rise to the defense of my motherland, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, as a fighting man of the Workers and Peasants Red Army. I promise to defend it bravely, skillfully, with dignity and honor, sparing neither my blood nor my life itself for the achievement of total victory over our enemies. Lovely. And so if we want to jump on down real quick onto your character sheets... And pick a move, and then possibly tell our lovely listeners which one you picked up and sort of what it does. Yeah, cool. So we've got a lot to choose from. Um, so there's probably about five or so for each person. Um, oh, and you can even... And the choose move from another nature, that means choosing one from someone else's playbook. Um, mm -hmm. Probably worth ignoring for now for the other players. Yes. Um, hmm. I think I'm gonna go with ghosts. My favorite move in the whole game. Choose Get a, a good dead taste. comrade and hold three. Hold three means you hold three means that you can hold on to three points that you can spend uh, throughout scenes or throughout games. Um, you might that mechanic's pretty common in a lot of Powered by the Apocalypse games, seeing as we're playing. I don't think Rowan has played any PBTA yet. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's what hold means when you have hold. Um, when you ask your friend for help, spend your holds one for one to succeed, as if you had rolled a ten plus. Every time you do this, you are also harmed or marked by the experience. Your choice. Um, so just to kind of elaborate on that briefly, marks are a mechanic that's sort of unique to Night Witches. Um, I'm sure you guys can't see this, but for our players here, each playbook has a list of little narrative bites that represent the toll that the Great Patriotic War has taken on them. And so when you're marked, it means that you are one step closer to sort of inevitable ruin. It's a really fun little thing. Yeah, we've already filled in some of our marks as part of, because this is a one-shot, so we've already filled in some of our marks as part of that to sort of indicate that the war has already taken a pretty massive toll on us. Uh, so we have like 10 possible ones, and we've filled in like two-thirds of those. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, I guess I need to... Choose oh, yeah. a dead comrade, though. And then the other thing as well, if you could choose a role. Everyone gets one of those from that little list. Oh, right, right, right. So just to sort of break them down real quick, adventurers are good at landings, which sounds mundane, but it's quite helpful when your plane has been shot to bits. Um, dreamers are good at handling investigations from the secret police well, which is a very valuable skill for someone in the Red Army. Um, leaders, like it suggests, are very good at leading actual attack runs on the target. So those are sort of daring bomb leads. Uh, misanthropes are good at scrounging, so they're good at getting things that they're not supposed to have, or maybe dearly need to have, but haven't been provided by the Red Army. Um, and then protectors are good at repairing their planes, which is useful because you can't necessarily trust those day shift mechanics. 
And the Zealots have a really interesting ability where after a mission during your debriefing, you can get resources for the entire squadron by blaming your failures or mistakes on another air woman. Oh, jeez. <sighs> uh, so, for my moves and my role, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I decided to pick Greater Good, where I get to rewrite an unused mark to read Abandon a Comrade and Advance. Mm -hmm. And uh, that in hand, I'm also going to pick Zealot, uh, okay. where I can criticize a fellow airwoman. Wow. Lovely. Um, so I've chosen 11.4 meters tip to tip uh, yes. for my move. When I want to land in some new place, I can ask, is it remotely possible to land there? And the um, game master will tell you if the answer is yes you don't need to roll the wheels down move um seeing as uh that sort of takes care of the adventurer skill i've chosen leader so i can run uh attack runs nice Lovely. nice do more bobbing um cool i'm still so. choosing my role i think I'm I'm thinking of going repair even though i only have a zero in skill Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I think I'm going to go protector because I just like the idea of that role. Okay. So just to sort of catch you up to speed. Uh, oh my goodness, where'd my document go? Um, so when this war started, you came out of your basic training. It was, you know, barely counted as training. They threw you into a plane, you flew a couple missions, and then they tossed you right onto the front line in Thrudgorknia, which was a airbase essentially on the front lines. It was a hellhole. You were there for six months. The mud alternated with ice. You flew out of fields, and women died terrible deaths right before your helpless eyes. Their planes turned into torches by anti-aircraft artillery or German night fighters. You lost a lot of friends. You flew every night. Now, that was six months ago. Um, you guys have been through a lot since then. Um, so with that, with the experience gained by just that utter hell you went through, uh, you can all advance twice. Oh, yes! Into your second page, the little advances are down there, and this is sort of PBTA's take on leveling up. And so some of them are straightforward, some of them aren't. I'm just going to run you through the list real quick. So, harsh lessons, add a new move, exactly what it sounds like. You just gain another move from the list. Deepening ties, open a regard slot and fill it. So, regard is a strong personal connection to um, either a person or, interestingly enough, an aircraft in the regiment. And so, this can be someone you deeply care about. This can be someone you absolutely hate. This can be a plane that you love to bits or think is trying to kill you itself. Um, and the interesting thing with regard is no matter what kind of relationship it is, um, you gain a plus one on all roles related to them. Um, personal growth is just raise a skill by one, or raise a uh, stat by one, rather, um, and that does not include medals. Uh, the next one down is Honor and Pride, which is medals. So you choose the leftmost medal from the medals list, again on that second page, and that raises your medals stat by one. 
And if you do pick that one, I want to hear what sort of tale of daring earned you that commendation. Um, and then I don't think we're going to worry too much about added responsibility or moving west yet. I think those don't make a ton of sense for a one-shot. I'm tossing... Uh, I, I'm taking deepening ties. Um, mm -hmm. And I fear a specific plane in our regiment the most. Um, I need a so name for that, that plane. Uh, what is that plane's tail number? It can be a one, two, or three digit number. I think it's a I think it's a three digit three digit number. Um, and it is Do you want to do uh, tail number one two one, shall we say? Sure, why not? So you fear tail number one two one. What's the story behind that? Um I flew in that plane on my birthday and it is the closest I've ever come to dying on a run. <laughs> I refuse to fly in it again. It is a cursed ship. <laughs> and your other advance? Um, I'm thinking of taking um, added responsibility because I would really like to have another skill. Um, uh, added responsibility is the rank up. Indeed. Did you not want me to take that? Yeah, I think the, the rank and the duty stations aren't terribly likely to come up in a one-shot. So I think we'll stick to uh, stats, moves, uh, medals, and regard for these yeah. advantages. I mean, I mean, I was going to take it because I wanted the stats increased. There's no, nothing else that increases our stats except for medal. Like I can, you personal can, growth? Personal growth isn't on my advancements. Neither. Oh, are these, yeah, are these different either. from playbook to playbook? Uh, it might not be on there. Uh, yeah, so these were fan-made, so they, may not, they might be missing something. So personal growth mm. is just a straight-up stat increase? Yeah, personal growth is just raise uh, your choice of guts, luck, or skill by one. Okay, yeah, we don't have personal growth on ours for some reason. Very strange. Do you want me to post this little advancement list in the chat? Would that be helpful? No, no, no. If it's just an increase by oh, well, fair enough. If it's just increased by one, then yeah, I'm going to increase skill by one. Okay. Alrighty. And next up? Um, I'm going to take the personal advancement so I can be a little luckier than before. Um, and I'm going to use uh, deepening ties. Mm-hmm. And who is your regard with? Uh, I trust the current plane that I'm flying mm -hmm. uh, because I've successfully flown more than 12 missions without it uh, actually crashing and burning under me. Mm -hmm. And what's I've her had tail a number? Of rough landings, but it's, it's all good. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, 737. 737, got that. And um, I'm sorry, which one was your character again? I'm just trying to get everything mapped out here in my notes. Yekaterina uh, uh, Trushina. Trushina. And what was the, it? was Truss, right? Yeah, she trusts that plane. Tempo hey, man, was... this, this plane has my back. Uh, that was 737? 
Yes. Alrighty, and Rootman fears tail number one two one. Mm-hmm. Got it. And then uh, Komarova, our junior lieutenant. What are your answers? Yes. Okay. So I uh, am doing one in harsh lessons. So add a new move. And the move I'm taking is pull rank. Uh, take one forward when you act up if you outrank the target. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is going to be honor and pride. And that's, I'm going to add one to my medal stat. All right. Uh, a medal of valor. And how did you earn that? Um, basically by following the rules exactly. I did exactly what was expected of me, but just in such a way that nobody died on my watch. The mission went smoothly and just without a flaw. And essentially it was this sort of like, nobody expected it to succeed, but because it did, uh, I got that medal. Keep leading like that. You might just make it through this war. <laughs> Alrighty. So now that you folks have been fighting for nearly a year between training in Trudgorknia, how has your appearance changed? How have you been physically changed by this war? Hmm. I mean, look, due to all the night flying, I'd like to think that we're all pale as. <laughs> uh... Because I know enough stretches of night shifts and you end up looking unnaturally translucent and vampiric. Yeah, I think we're paler. I'm, I'm willing to go with that. Um, I also think that... Anyone have any uh, physical scars they've taken? Bits of shrapnel hitting them or possibly fires breaking out on their planes? I think that my character has kind of like... Um, you know how sometimes they, well, probably quite frank, frequently, those um, like biplanes and stuff sputter oil and bits of soot out of the engine, and it kind of stipples the face of the pilot. Mm-hmm. I think my face has been permanently stained by that, so I have kind of this dark silhouette around my eyes. Um, Line of your goggles. Yeah, and and it's probably been. You know, gotten worse. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if I've had to fly without goggles at some point. <laughs> yeah, they needed them for the uh, for our brother regiment. It kind, of, yeah, indeed. The, the boys needed them. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, yeah. So I kind of just have this dark, oily shadow over my over my eyes and brow. That Lovely. just makes uh, me look even stranger, even creepier. Uh, I think uh, Katya would have picked up a couple of um, uh, scars here and there from survivable but, you know, occasional uh, hard landings, Mm -hmm. Uh, rather dashing scar um, through the eyebrow of one eye. Uh, But, you know, she's got enough flair to pull it off. Lovely. Uh, by that point in the war, we're all probably sporting that thousand-yard stare, though. <laughs> Alrighty, last couple little things here. Uh, Sergeant Rutman, whose funeral did you miss by volunteering for flight training? Um, I missed the funeral of... 
Hmm. I was tempted to go even creepier, but that's probably not. I I, for some reason, I was tempted to say I missed my own funeral, but that doesn't. <laughs> that's probably too supernatural. Um, Possibly a, a little too goth, even for the sparrow. Is, um, is this the Twilight Zone? <laughs> uh, I think I missed the funeral of one of the girls at the orphanage that had been transferred through most of the places that I had also been. You weren't necessarily super close, but she was always kind to you. Hmm. Okay. And then uh, Sergeant Trushina. What happened the last time a crowd of Brother Airman Wolf whistled at you? Uh, ran over and punched one of them in the face. Mm. And told Did you break his nose? Respect. You dick. Did you break his nose? Uh, I would have tried. And did you did you possibly have an informal interview with the NKVD after that, or did you manage to get away without getting into too much trouble? Uh, I'd like to think that I managed to talk my way out of trouble. Okay. Has I'm it stopped probably, them? From, uh... Has it stopped them from <laughs> continuing to do it? Uh, you know, look, you get the surprise one every so often. Yeah, the new transfer. Just to, just to keep you on the on your toes. Okay. And then a uh, junior lieutenant Komarova. What does the Marxist-Leninist struggle against the forces of reaction mean to you personally? Uh, well, um, first of all, I don't think I got to say my physical things. Oh yes, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I, I didn't want to interrupt, so I was like, I'll just wait. Uh, so she just has, like, very sunken eyes now, like, very obvious, like, dark circles. Mm-hmm. Like, a constant knot in her brow. It doesn't look like she's ever not furrowing her brow. Um, and then she's got a patch of burned skin on, like, her right jawline and ear, where it's, like, just not, like, like her flesh wasn't melted off, but mm-hmm. it was, like, the heat the proximity of, of a fire caught some probably burning um, oil spraying out of the engine directly into your yeah. face or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then what it means to her is personal honor and representing something more than herself, uh, especially coming from essentially what is the furthest reaches of the USSR. Um, it, it means outgrowing what it means to be a singular unit and um, becoming what like she fully believes and embodies the idea of, of this republic. A true believer. Does it ever frustrate you that the air women around you maybe don't share your zeal? Um... To a certain extent, but she lets their skill speak for themselves because um, basically the way that, like, so Vladivostok is a city on the coast all the way on the far east of Russia, uh, and it's it's, it's home as, to the about Pacific as far removed. Russian freak, fleet, I believe, in modern times. 
Yeah, it's, but like it's about as far removed from the quote-unquote like main cultural hub of Russia as you can imagine at that time because it's not Moscow and it's not St. Petersburg and it's not by any sort of like the the place where the palaces kind of mm-hmm. were during the, regi- the the monarchy. So because mm-hmm. of that, she has grown up with this new burgeoning city. Um, and so she lets people's actions define them, not so much their words, because she has experienced lots of people that spout the rhetoric but don't follow through. And she wants to be one of those people that follows through consistently. Gotcha. All right. So with that, I think we are basically ready to begin. Um, so you are all standing at attention. Um, in front of, let's grab a name here. Uh, who do we have as a squadron commander? Sorry, I'm trying to grab a name here. I'm not super good at uh, improvising these. Squadron commander is Alexandra Sasha Kajiva. <laughs> Oh, subtle. All right. So. <laughs> uh, Do you want a correction there? Yes. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> Kajieva, but Kajieva. Um, I, I doubt that anybody would call her Sasha unless they were best friends with her because that's such a diminutive. Mm. It's just it's it, yeah yeah it's on it says squadron commander down there on the Kajieva yeah. Okay. On the character sheet. Cool. Yeah. Oh, well, looks like you people know the game better than I do. So, um, Squadron Commander... These might have been filled in for someone else's campaign or something, because, yeah, I, these, these character yeah. sheets were pulled off of Reddit. <laughs> mm, okay, well, you know what? Let's let's go with it. So, Squadron Commander Kashieva is, is looking over all of you. Uh, it's a, a bunch of six. There's three of you and then three other women because each each plane has two seats in it. Um, and you are gathered at dawn, having just uh, landed from a, a pretty harrowing mission. Um, so, squadron leader. Our, our uh, junior lieutenant Komarova. Um, you were squadron lead. You were leading this flight... Um, and at one point, you saw D-section fly straight into a solid wall of flak, an anti-aircraft fire. And they just got absolutely torn up. Um, so when you saw that, did you lead your section into that mess too? Because the mission had to come first? Or did you pull away from it to try and get everyone back home in one piece? Oh, no, I led them into that. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I'm sure your, your sister air women are very thankful for that. The mission comes so. first. Mm-hmm. 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 So, mm-hmm. Uh, your planes got shot to shit, um, and then you all you are pretty beat up. So I'll say one of you took two harm, and the other two of you took one harm. Who wants to be the one who took the worst of it? Uh, I'll take two. I was going to say, I don't mind taking two, because if I'm leading, then I better put my money where my mouth is. 
as certainly are more likely to respect your leadership if you're actually like putting yourself in danger for us. Yeah. If, all right. Well, yeah, that's that's what I think. Well, like we'll she wouldn't she wouldn't say she wouldn't do anything unless she was at the forefront. She I <laughs> look either. Cool. So you got Oh, I'm going to get right into this. Uh you got pretty banged up. Um so the, those of you that took one harm, um, you can essentially recover that by um, getting a good day's rest, by, by sleeping a solid chunk of the day away. Um, for the, the two harm, um, that one would need you to actually dodge a mission to recover from. Um, or that's, you know, two days bed rest for you. Um, mm-hmm. But with that, you're sort of congratulated for your bravery in the face of overwhelming odds. They tell you, you know, you did what you were supposed to do. You don't get a medal for that, but, you know, good job. Um, I bet they give a medal if a guy did it. So, <laughs> so I will say, um, Rootman, your plane is damaged. Um. And I'll say that uh, Trushina, trusty number 737, is also damaged. Um, no, they're, they're not trusty So they're not destroyed, but they're not in working order right now. Which um, of us wants the NPC in their plane, just by the way? So yeah, I was actually going to ask that. So each plane is a two-person crew, one pilot, one navigator. Um, and so that can either be all three of you are in your own planes, so and each of you have an NPC with you. Or you can pair up for that. It's uh, less relevant for this one now, but just when we go back up in the air, I want to make sure that we establish that. Yeah. Um, hmm. So I'm happy to that, have the NPC in my plane. Okay. And um, oh boy, if we put the if we put if we put the hawk in my plane, that's gonna be we're gonna have spats. We, we are going to have stats. <laughs> I mean, all right. Why don't we give the hawk an NPC navigator then? Then I'll go with the I'll go with the leader. Yes, good. All right. Okay. So our so, plane is damaged. <laughs> so uh, Trushina, um, I'm assuming you were the pilot. I assume you always fight to be the one flying the plane. Oh god, yeah. Um, I can't so trust them with my plane. <laughs> of course not. What? Um. So your, your navigator um, has been in the regiment as long as you have. She's been there for a good long while. Um, and you, you respect her. She's got you through a lot of missions in one piece. She's seen a lot of the horrors you have. But uh, somehow the two of you are still still alive, which is kind of a small miracle in its own right. Um, and she's a, I'm a, just that good at flying. Oh, you take all the credit for it. Um, no, no, I couldn't do it without her. We're a team. But look, the fancy flying skills. I get us there and, and alive. She gets us to where we need to go. Okay. Um, <laughs> let me say that she is a... I really don't like that this... Oh, here we go. There's a whole page of uh, surnames. So she is a... Sergeant Zerova. Does that work? Yeah, Zerova. And so she's been there for the whole time, and as you're sort of dismissed from the flight line, she sort of claps you on the shoulder and says, like, holy shit, looked pretty dicey there, didn't it? Mm. Look, you know, I love flying into walls of fire. 
It's great. It's my favorite thing to do. So, do you think uh, Junior Lieutenant Komarova is trying to get us all killed, or do you think this is just the only way she knows how to do it? Do you have so little faith in my flying abilities? It's it's not you, it's just, you know, the, that was a solid wall of flak, and she just forged right on ahead. Sometimes I feel like it's less that she's fearless and more maybe she wants us to die, you know? She, she looks around to make sure no one can hear this possibly <laughs> treacherous talk. I think she's, she's, she's very by the book. Mm-hmm. She gets the mission, she follows the missions, whether or not that means flying into enemy fire or, you know, I'm sure if we got a mission saying, look, for the good of everything, crash all your plans. She's like, well, speed, lovely girls. Time to total good old 737. Well, we did that part, didn't we? And as you're sort of walking back to the barracks, you can see 737. And the the wings are just riddled with holes. And there's a a lovely punch clean through the the second seven in the the number. So it's just 730 bullet hole. (laughs) She's just looking a little sad. She's going to need some work. My baby's going to need some work. Yeah, she's not going to fly again tonight unless you get that fixed up. <sighs> um, and so Jerova is looking at you and she's like, do you think we're ever going to get out of all this? It feels like we've been doing this for a lifetime. Well, look, we'll either get out of this or we will be doing this for what's left of our lifetime. <laughs> That gets a, a dry, almost pained laugh from her. And look, if I get to fly, uh, you know, I'm happy as long as I'm flying. You're a, a creature of simple pleasures, aren't you? Yes, flying. <laughs> also shooting things and bombing things, but mostly flying. She she smiles, and it's a genuine smile. And she goes, a. Uh, Trushina, do you have a moment? I, I have something I need to show you. And she sort of jogs oh, sure. over to the barracks. Um, and so it's a, a little hastily built building. It barely keeps the, the warm summer rains out. But she goes in, and at the foot of her bed, she has her little footlocker. And she pops it open, and she rifles through some you know personal effects. And she stows her gun and a couple other things, her hat. And um, underneath some paperwork, she pulls out something. It's a little metal tube. It almost looks like a bullet. And she goes, would you like some? And holds out a tube of lipstick. Where did you get that? She giggles and she goes, it's it's American, land lease. I I got it from someone in a big truck. I I gave him my, my vodka ration for a week for it. You are an angel. <laughs> Here, put some on, put some on. Yeah, she'll, she'll, yeah, I'm going to glam it up, man. <laughs> she smiles. I, I feel oh. like this is perhaps, maybe, possibly flirting? I feel like offering 
Whatever. I was going to say it's the cutest thing I've ever heard, but <laughs> go be, on. It can be both. I, anyway, <laughs> I don't think Kamarova would find this cute at all. I think she oh, finds no. this counter-revolutionary. No, no yeah, me, me, Nika is delighted, but <laughs> Junior Lieutenant Kamarova is just over, like, it's somewhere, you know, like, the like the spidey sense of, like, yeah. somewhere... <laughs> Junior. Someone is being a counter-revolutionary. I yes. and I don't Fun. know why. Fun and joy are not regulated emotions. <laughs> and so as you sort of put on this lipstick, she beams and she goes, Oh, you look just like a propaganda poster. The, the boys would swoon. Ah, uh, strike a pose. Oh, it looks, it looks majestic. Oh, cool. They should, they should have you doing the recruitment. They should get you away from these front lines and have you getting all the girls eager to enlist. And away from my plane, and for what would I do without my navigator? I'd have to train a new one. You'd be safe, for one. Darling, do I really look like someone who lives a safe life? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. It's so good. She goes, so good, no, so pure. And I, she goes, no, and I see that... Every single fucking time you take me up in that death trap. That's <laughs> there's, the, there's, there's no there's no bitterness there, but it's it has been a long year. Look, it's a very nice death trap, but <laughs> uh, she, uh, she can still hear you. She's only in the hangar just over there. She uh she claps you on the shoulder and she says, uh, keep it. it. It suits you better than me. Uh, are you sure? Yes. I... It's wasted on a little thing like me. No, 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 no. You're, that's, that's charging inflation. It's terribly capitalist yes, of you. It's, it's, it's wartime. <laughs> I insist. It's a, a gift yeah. from sister to sister. If you insist. All right. And so we, we go back to the flight line. Uh, Rootman and, or Sergeant Rootman and Junior Lieutenant Komarova, um, you have been dismissed from your debriefing. The sun is coming up. You uh, may want to go grab some dinner. Mm. Nah, dinner's for chumps. <laughs> I Eating is for people who don't believe in the state. <laughs> That's not state regulated chocolate. What? Uh, sure. What did you yeah. say? Sorry, Nico. Oh, I I uh, immediately head over and, and go get dinner. I just start walking with like a very purposeful stride, and I will absolutely notice whether or not Sergeant Ripman is following. I sort of like pause for a minute as I think about the plane and I'm trying to think about if we can repair it I was having trouble keeping it together when we were in the air I think you see her kind of um, scratch her nose and then kind of like her eyes snap towards the planes and then as the sun like shines uh, the sunrise shines through the bullet holes of the plane and then I just sort of shake my head and continue walking after you. It's a really lovely shot that we kind of linger on. It's just your majestic 
string and wood and fabric plane is shot full of holes and the sunrise beams through it. And you're like, that's the fucking thing I go up in every night. Thinking about all the work it'll take to get it airborne again. But yeah, you know, if we work really hard today, we might be able to do it. Possibly. Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> Alrighty. What is what is on at the at the at at the mess hall? What is what's being fed? Oh, nothing good, I assure you. Um. So the the usual meal is um a kind of grain porridge. It's um it's a little it's a lot bland. Let's be completely honest. Um. <laughs> And it's it's served with a, a big hunk of rye bread, um, and they've added some some cabbage on top of it. Um, that's so accurate. Well, uh, there is that's a legitimately the accurate. There's a bit in the book. There's an entire page titled "Night Witch's Menu," and when I oh, saw that's it, awesome. I was like, that's someone phenomenal. has considered Yummy. my GMing style. <laughs> Perfect, I because indeed. that's you like bad for food. Hey. I ate that yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the the chefs must be feeling gracious because you also get a hard-boiled egg with it. Oh my god! Oh, they love us. I think. I I think um, as we sit down to eat, I just swallow the egg whole, like like a like a duck. Oh my god. One of the other you see one of the other air women just like staring at you. One of the other air women, more like your junior lieutenant, is sitting across from you and like has the mer- most like furrowed expression <laughs> upon her face. Just like just deadpan disapproval. I probably say it like yeah. squeezing down her throat in in her worn uniform you know it's falling apart as a real quick aside i'm reading through this little food thing and it says that your daily ration is six shots worth of vodka i'll yep. take them i'll take them all right shots, now holy shit it's dinner time that's why so many of these russians could go into battle every day it, absolutely most of it was liver cirrhosis Sorry? oh my god oh yeah sure um, and so you're sort of in the mess hall, you're eating this porridge, um, you, you notice all these familiar faces around, and also, um, I am just maybe, maybe one or two are missing. I'm just gonna mute Ro while she has a discussion. Mm-hmm. No worries. Would you say that, uh, Sergeant Ruthman does decide, like, to drink a shot at the table? Because if uh, she does, I totally, can absolutely totally get your butt. shot at the table. Okay, because then to a successful mission, Junior Lieutenant Kamarova will sit down and say, Nazdarovia, and lift her shot glass to you uh, get a toast out of the. Oh my goodness. This is a lucky day. Yeah. You gotta. The mission was successful. I got. Commended in the exact orderly way I expected to be. Also, not, like, not a hair real banged up. <laughs> you I got mean, real yeah, maybe up. I'm like bleeding internally, but like, 
Nothing a few shots of vodka won't fix. <laughs> but um, as you, you look around, you see some of the other familiar women. You've been doing this together for a long while in the other sections. Uh, and you see that uh, maybe a couple familiar faces aren't there. Maybe a couple people didn't make it back from their night's mission. And this is uh, not terribly uncommon. Um, and so are you saying anything else as you sort of help yourself to this sunrise dinner after this night of just utter hell? Well, I, I will definitely, I will say like a, a toast to our fallen comrades. Uh, hmm. And just in a sort of like, they did what was expected of them. Um, and, uh, junior Lieutenant nothing Komarova, nothing sentimental. Um, you know, as you enter the room, everyone's back straighten up. You're, you're not high ranking by any means, but you are of higher rank. And everyone just knows that you've got such a stick up your ass that everyone needs to be prim and proper. You actually uh, uh, catch one of the newer transfers looking at you and she's like, who's that? And someone whispers in her ear. And she uh, very quickly buttons up her uniform properly, had it, you know, unbuttoned <laughs> to be a little more casual and comfortable. Um, these these I will definitely be a little bit afraid of you. I acknowledge them all with a curt nod, and I, I acknowledge them all in a tavarishri kind of way, like, ah, yes, comrades. And mm -hmm. I, the, the toast is absolutely unlike me, but... I'll allow it this once because I feel generous and by generous I mean shocked with adrenaline because of because of wounds. Now are the are the hands shaking or are they completely still? Uh You're hmm. right. Yeah, I'm thinking. You know, completely still. It's more of an internal thing. Hmm. Well, actually, no. You know what? No, I'll I'll have some fallibility. Uh, I will have lightly shaking hands as I raise my uh my shot glass. Um, right. Glass, I say. It. It's definitely like paper. Do cups. I notice her hands shaking? I'm sure you do. You're sitting right across from her. I probably stand up. Um, and like. Cheer, Actually, cheer, me... cheer on the like conclusion of the of the of the salute of the toast or whatever you know. Trying to get everyone oh, else we're involved. Get the and... attention of the whole hall. Yeah, I'm gonna cover up that you're shaking and falling apart. Oh no! Look at this party <laughs> cohesion. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! Party cohesion coming from the fact that for the past 15 minutes I have done nothing but want to make everyone hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, is is this party cohesion sanctioned by the um, by the state? By the, by the state. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you you bake your little toast, and some of the women, yeah. you know, raise their their cups as well. Um, any any night that you make it through is honestly worth at least a stiff drink, if nothing else. Um, um, or six. Once the <laughs> once the toast is done, I probably lean in towards you and and say, perhaps we should finish our meals elsewhere. Judge, you have reports you need to fill out. I mean, I suppose I always do. You do. You've got. You have the entire day to do your regimental chores, to do your rank chores, 
to get any sleep and possibly try to get your fucking airplanes back in flying order. That's an important thing. Just maybe. Yeah, no, absolutely. That sounds reasonable. As we're walking to wherever it is you do reports, um, and I'm pretending that we're both walking in the same direction to two different places, um, mm-hmm. I say, uh, you, perhaps you should rest. Uh, not because I care about you, but because uh, I don't want you to don't crash when we go on a mission. So, I would like for you to rest and recover, if you can. I, I will say again, getting 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 sleep won't take up the entire day, but it will take a decent chunk of it. And mm-hmm. getting that rest does knock off one harm for any of you. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'm happy to help you with any work that you need to get done if it means that you don't get me killed later, because I would like to not be dead. That's the most reasonable thing you've said to me in possibly a week. Damn. So I absolutely understand Look, your concern. I'm, I'm giddy from survival. <laughs> Living does that to you, doesn't it? Mm. Very well. Uh, After I finish up the mission reports and eat this food mm, and um, perhaps imbibe maybe some take more a shower. You're also maybe take a shower. Engine smoke and uh, possibly some blood, hopefully your own. And, you know, you've, you've been up all night in a cantankerous biplane getting shot at with explosive rounds. You might want to wash off. Oh, yes. I might even perhaps probably go see a medic to make sure that nothing's too particularly out of order. Mm-hmm. Like your arm, which is hanging off by a thread. Yeah. <laughs> which is interesting because the arm of my uniform is hanging on by a thread. Fate. <laughs> yeah, get that uniform repaired. Otherwise, uh, Sergeant Rutman, you might get in trouble for that. It's uh, not fitting for a yeah. Soviet air oh, woman absolutely. to have a, a shoddy uniform. Mm. I mean, I have just come back from possibly a life or death constant situation, and I, listen, my face, my skin, dirty, covered in oil, possibly burnt, my uniform, crisp, perfect. Are you giving me an order to fix my uniform? You have a needle and thread in your footlocker, every air woman does. I'm giving you an order to fix your... Self. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Damn. All right. Cool. Um, does anyone else have a scene? Uh, I I have an idea for one, but I'd I'd like to. I don't want to hog everything. Uh, yeah. So, um, if I have a chance, so I was going to tr- see if I could start repairing my plane. Yeah. So, Trushina, um, you you've got your your trusty you know tail number seven thirty seven. Um, and I assume you're heading over to the like the machine shop. Yes. Um, so there is a woman there. She has a real name and rank. You're sure of it. <laughs> but for as long as you can remember, she has just been known to everyone as Badger because she is small and strong and mean and just always upset. She puts so much work into fixing these fucking airplanes, and then every night you idiots get them <laughs> shot full of holes. Oh, and so she's you. there. She's there in just absolutely gnarly looking coveralls, just covered in 
oil and soot and garbage. Do you mind if I am in the background of this scene? No, you can both be there. I mean, I'm sure you'd you'd both make a a beeline for the machine shop with how full your phones are. I'm probably, like, laying on the wing of my plane with my shirt Mm. off. Chewing to it. Stitching my uniform (laughs) together. (laughs) Alrighty. So, uh... Sergeant Trushina, you're you're standing in front of Badger, and she goes, "What the fuck did you do this time?" Um, me, I look. There's barely. Uh, th- there's a little bit of a scratch. Oh, May, oh but, did someone else fly it? No, but do you see the condition of the other planes? Look, clearly, my plane, uh, you know, seven thirty-seven came through the best. Really? She doesn't even have her fucking tail number anymore. She, Look, she's got two thirds of it. That's that's. that's and as she walks over, she stands up. She's carrying a ladder, and she stands up to it, and she just sticks her arm through the hole, and she goes, "Fine, huh? Fine. You call this fine? Air, air conditioning? No, that's not. <laughs> it's extra ventilation." I don't even know oh, if yeah, air conditioning has been invented. I don't think it existed yet, but I'm like, I love it. I'm going with, <laughs> it, it with vent- ventilation. Fans <laughs> definitely exist, and refrigeration exists. She she's just like scowling at you. We she is just Russia. not. She is not happy about this. And so I she has it. I dodged as she many goes. bullets as I could. <laughs> Yeah, well, you weren't you know, lucky enough to take one yourself, were you? A couple of thousand of them. <laughs> it's a shame none of them hit you, huh? And she scoots over and she starts working on the big engine at the front. She moves the propeller out of the way and she's fucking around and she goes, This thing's completely shot. How the fuck did you even fly it home? Uh, mad skills. Okay. Better, I'm not <laughs> that good. You always doubt me like this. Always doubt me. I am just that good. You always break my babies. Just, She's just my once. Baby too. I'd like for you. Joy if you do this to your baby, you should be in an asylum. <laughs> and she Personal. pulls her arms out from the engine block, and she goes, "Listen, man, many would say all shot. of us need to be in an asylum for even flying these goddamn missions." Yes, that's the reason we should be in the asylum. In these goddamn planes. <laughs> she pulls her arms out of the engine block and she goes, Well, listen, madwoman, the, the magnetos are shot in here. This thing won't even fucking start again. And uh, lucky for you, Comrade Stalin, did not see fit to send us replacements. He gave them to our lovely brothers across the line. She points over to where the 218th is. And she goes, So I don't even have the part to fucking fix this. Okay. Uh, is is uh, my plane the only one needing one? Um, it looks like the plane that your uh, sister airwomen were in um, could probably use the repairs. Um, though I will say briefly to Sergeant Rootman, uh, there is a replacement plane, should you like. Hmm. Um, I suspect t- I know what that plane is. <laughs> Yeah, tail number 121 didn't go up last night and is in pristine condition. But can't so we just cannibalize 121? Wanna... Mm. I don't want to uh, be you, part of you 121. Want, you want parts of 121 inside your plane? 
Hey, look, I, 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 I hear this and leap from the wing. He said, what? What are you doing? <laughs> don't, don't touch one to one. You don't want any part of that machine anywhere near you. Don't even... You shouldn't even... Ugh, you don't... Just don't... Hmm. Is it possible <laughs> by any means... Sergeant Rootman, that, you like, swear one two one is closer to you than the last time you looked at it. It's creeping on me. <laughs> <laughs> no, is there any way that you, like, I could be walking past and like overhearing uh, this? I think you definitely yeah, Komarova, you can you can overhear this nonsense. Okay. I would love to overhear this nonsense because I would love to hear just this altercation happening between these three and poke my head Badger. into the hangar sort of. Uh, Badger looks at you and goes, Hey, Komarova and you I assume scowl because she does not afford you your proper rank. She does she not. I do scowl, but I walk purposefully towards her because I she would does rather us... run a night mission she goes the Nazis with a kite. Like a child's kite, than try to fly in tail number what, one. What two, seems one. to be the pro what's badger, what's the problem here? Are these bitches My yours? baby? They She's are mine. As much as I am loath to admit it. Rude. Well, they've shot the people's fucking planes full of holes. They tend to do that, don't they? However, I don't have the fucking will, parts to fix it. I will say in this instance, it was upon my insistence. I, the mission had to be seen through. We had to fly through a lot of flak. It had to be done. Katja uh, is, is just nodding seriously beside uh, the lieutenant. Just like, yeah, see? Uh-huh, right? Mm -hmm. She wants mm -hmm. to yell at you, but she thinks that if she does, she'll get in trouble. <laughs> and so you see her, it looks like she is literally holding something in her mouth, is how eager she is to yell. But Do she you have something really... to say about the people's plan? Is there anybody else you would like me to take up any issues with? Or is it perhaps my leadership that you are questioning? No, ma'am. But for your leadership to continue and for this war to go on these planes need fixing with parts that i do not have who has them the boys our brother our brothers in the 218th of course i want to point out that it would make perfect sense for us to cannibalize our plane to fix the other plane, but I there's no reason why my character would suggest that because I don't want to go up in what to what. But I would I'm very happy for someone <laughs> that's else. That's why that's why uh suggested it. Cool. <laughs> so Katya's gonna suggest uh, uh she she'd already suggested it. She's like, we could just take what one part from Why would we take a part out of a plane instead of taking the whole plane? That way we can buy more time to repair the planes that are already on the ground. I see no logical reason for this. Because this plane has saved my life! <laughs> you're you're, well, you're fine, changing one... You your part. You're, you deliver results, despite how unorthodox your methods may be. So I see no reason as to why you can't walk over to the boys' camp and simply... To mend the part that you Badger need. Badger has wandered off at this point. She wants no fucking part of this. She has more important things to do. Okay. So she says, give me, the, give me the magnetos, or else your part. plane doesn't fly. You know they're not just going to hand over the part. Now, Would you rather strictly I speaking, 
fraternization is deeply frowned upon. It could be seen, it's the kind of thing that gets you a talking to. So you probably don't want to run across as a big herd over to the boys' camp. You probably just want to sneak one person across the line. And so it might be something if to think anybody, about there. If anybody needs to go in order to verify the welfare of our ace pilots, and she does say this with like a sarcastic tone to her voice. Ooh, a crack uh, in the play. facade. Then very well, I will, I will, I will go discuss this with our brothers. No, you need to rest. You probably not going to sit tonight out. Yeah, let let us go take the part back. We'll we're not taking a part back. We're going over to ask for a part. Yes, we're going to ask them for the part, and then when they deny us what is rightfully ours as the better pilots. We are going to take what we need to complete our mission. And uh, Komarova, as they're, as they're protesting of this, you, the adrenaline is starting to wear off. You're not feeling so great. You're, okay. you're feeling pretty banged up. So you're welcome so, to go if you'd like. I'm holding my head in my hands, and I am... <laughs> I look very weary, and I just say in, like, the most chipped voice, Sergeant Trushina, the last time you walked past the boys of the 218th Regiment, you punched one of them in the face. Can you tell me they didn't deserve it? No, but I can tell you that if such a thing were to happen again... I would have absolutely no problems reporting you to the proper authorities. Uh, do we walk off? I promise I won't punch them in the face. Okay. <laughs> the so... promise I'm looking for is whether or not you'll bring embarrassment upon my... I mean, no other guarantee. Go on. Okay, I'm going to have to sure, acquiesce. I sighed very deeply. I'm, I'm just tired. <laughs> Yeah, you kind of yes. you're bleeding all over your uniform. Yes, and these petty squabbles certainly aren't helping. And I'm like with that, <laughs> I'll turn tail, walk out, and then halfway there, I'll be like, "And Sergeant Rutman, mm. we are taking plane one two one up tonight." Ah! <laughs> and I just keep walking. You can feel it. And looking I do at go you. see a medic. <laughs> I have Judging. to find some way to sabotage one two one so I don't have to fly. <laughs> oh, are you? That would be being a counter-revolutionary wrecker, Sergeant Rootman. You look feel my, ashamed to even harbor such a, a treacherous thought. My internal monologue and what I what my character actually ends up doing because I've I think it's deeply interesting to be trapped in a cursed brain. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. It's going to be a comedy of errors so, as I attempt to not get into this plane. So, uh, Komarova, you, you see a couple of the girls uh, watching as you cross the airfield and duck under just the, the little rope fence that separates you from the 218th. Um, and some of them are shaking their heads and some of them are sort of muttering. And you, you're sure that they're telling the recruits about what happened the last time you had to talk to the boys. Mm. It occurs to me my shirt is still off. I've probably got like a tank top or something, some equivalent on. <laughs> and I keep 
And, you know, I am beautiful, but I imagine that I don't <laughs> think about that very often. <laughs> well, you're just surrounded by your sister. Air women, none of them would look at you twice. Certainly not. I imagine I'm quite hauntingly <laughs> beautiful, considering how creepy I am. Covered in light scars from shrapnel and small burns. Um, Strange constellations of oil burn marks and birth de- <laughs> and per- uh, birthmarks. They just they add character. So, uh, Sergeant Trushina, mm. you've dealt with the boys before. Are there any of them that you possibly haven't punched in the face, or you're on good terms with, or at least you would know to go to? I mean, there's probably at least one or two that I haven't mm-hmm. offended yet. Okay. So let's say... Um, I could probably hold my tongue if I wanted something. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll say uh, Sergeant Petrov. You know him. He's uh, one of the men in the group. Um, and you, you've you dealt with him amicably before. You're not close by any means, but you you can stomach him. And uh, what what kind of interactions have you had with him before? Tell me a little bit about it. Uh, I'd like to think that there's a, obviously being, uh, fly boys and fly girls, it's a friendly rivalry, some more or less good-natured ribbing. So is he a, he's kind of like you, he's kind of a glory hound? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay. Knowing each other is the better flyer on respective teams. Mm, so you like, feel like you're the, the, the two competing best, as it were. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Has he ever seen so you a lipstick uh, before? Oh, yeah, shit. I, you sure are still I, wearing that, aren't you? I yeah. forgot that you're You've got lipstick that. on. I'm, you know, not oh, wearing my uniform. So you, uh, you cross over. You see a couple of the men, uh, you know, watching you as you go. You think you recognize one of the boys whose nose you broke. Um... I'd like to do the kind of like, you point at my eyes, point at him, and just do the eyes on you. He does not look terribly pleased, and you see some of the other uh, airmen giving him shit. Um, And you find uh, Sergeant Petrov. He is very handsome. He looks like he hasn't slept in a day. He's a little unshaven, but rather than making him look exhausted and shitty, he looks hardworking and grizzled. And you see that his his uniform is in good shape. It's certainly not shot full of holes like some of your sister air women. And you also see that he's wearing a silk scarf. Oh, I won't. And so he's a. Uh, <laughs> Don't steal! Don't steal! <laughs> and so he. Uh, I said I wouldn't he, punch anyone. Not stealing. She wants it more. <laughs> So he uh, he stands up from what he's working on and gives you a, a casual wave, and he goes, "Hey, Sergeant, hey, what are you doing on on this side of the line?" Oh, uh, you know, came over for a visit, looking to see if there's any decent competition around. I haven't seen anyone. Have you? I don't know. There's just you know all of these layabouts, and then just across the line, a bunch of maids and housewives it's just there's really no one i can square up against it's, it's sad I was really say the same thing there's only girls here 
I think Hama is squinting <laughs> and like oh, and looking around like at these two's interaction and like trying to work out I'm getting a kind of Batman Catwoman vibe here. Uh, and I would like to I would like to eyeball the situation. Ooh. Alrighty then. So give me that roll. It's a uh it's a 2D6 2D6 plus skill. Roll. I have plus one to skill plus now. Skill. So yeah, I'm just trying to work out what the hell are they doing? I got a nine, so hold one. No, wait, plus one, so I uh, got ten. Ten plus. So that's hold two, and then your questions from the list are how can I help her? What does he want? What am I looking? Or how could I get blank? Alright, I'm gonna let this play out a little bit more as I try to watch them. Okay. And so he, he stands up, and he's about a head taller than you, and he goes, well, at least the girls on this side of the line don't wear lipstick. Oh, are you saying that's a bad thing? Do you not like I'm lipstick, hurt. I say? I'll, I'll say you're a little too far away to, to chit-chat there, Rootman. You're just Fair enough. watching this from a distance. Fair enough. Hey, Petrov, I promise it's your color. Really make your eyes pop out of all the dirt. Oh, wow. <laughs> He, he smirks at that, and he goes, Okay, so you're just here to flirt, or business bring you over? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so you saw, or probably not, you guys get to fly during the day, don't you? <clears throat> that must be nice. Sometimes uh, we, we do some of the night missions as well. So my red kite took some little, little bit of damage. A little bit. Uh, the mags need replacing, and we don't have any left. Mm, that sounds hard. Laying around, you know. So I will ask. Make sure Sergeant. there's decent competition somewhere for you, so you don't get too lazy, bored. So, Sergeant Trushina, it sounds to me kind of like you're acting up. So, are you acting like a hooligan? Acting like a lady or acting like a natural-born Soviet airwoman? I mean, out of all of those, I think probably more hooligan than anything else. Okay, so give me a, a 2d6 plus luck roll. Uh, 2d6 plus one. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. I've got this. I've got this, guys. You'll be fine. You're lucky, right? <laughs> I got nine. That's good. Nine. Yeah. So you choose one from the list. Make someone do what you want, ensure that there are no consequences for acting up, or add one to the mission pool. And so the mission pool is sort of a, a resource you get during your night missions um, that you can spend for bonuses during the flight. And then obviously making someone do what you want and ensuring there's no consequences are, are pretty straightforward. Right. So would it be mission pool or do what I want to get the uh, plane part? It's a, it's a do what you want to get the part. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for uh, do what I want. Okay. Oh. So uh, talk to me a little bit about sort of how this scene is playing out. So you're over there, looking dashing in your lend-lease lipstick, talking to this airman in his silk scarf, and sort of what does this look like? Uh, so she'd basically just be dashing between. Uh, needling his pride as if, like, come on, you know I'm the only decent competition around here for flying. You mm -hmm. get 
shit and bored if you didn't have anyone else's records to break. Uh, and yeah. also, like, come on, we both love planes. Come on, you know you want to. Please, come on. So it's kind of like tiny you know, part, little tiny part. I'm, come I'm, on, you know you want I'm to. I'm one of the guys. So check out this lipstick. It, it looks real great. Come on. You know, Come I'm on. one of the guys, I'm just like you, just do me a favor, that kind of thing. Yeah, very much. Okay. Like, look, and, like, I haven't punched you yet, so that's that's something. I would like, like to spend a hold. Basically friends. Okay. What's your question there, Sergeant Rootman? How can I help her? Um, so it's looking like it's going pretty well, but you are seeing that... Maybe some of the other airmen are also watching this, and maybe they're not super keen on, on Sergeant Petrov flirting with this pretty troublemaker from across the line. Um, and so it's looking like this might be something that could get some paperwork filed against hey, your friend Sergeant Tresina. What? Hey, Nika, how do I call uh, a large group of Russian airmen... Uh, filthy, stinking pig bastards. Oh, God. <laughs> or something oh. similar. This is oh. going to turn into a fist fight. Oh. Um. I'd settle for just calling them bastards. Um. Draw disgraces <laughs> to your mothers. <laughs> So let's see. I'm trying to f I'm trying to find the the most um pronounceable. Mhm. Mm so I'm going to write this phonetically in the chat. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so I see them sort of <laughs> gathering around I see saying, that. Hey. Hey. Uh you you bluki. Excellent. And I'm very proud of you. So she says cringing I, and twitching eye, just twitching madly. <laughs> so <laughs> this might be acting up, but I'm actually gonna say Sergeant Rootman that this is tempting. I was gonna fate. say it's tempting fate. Wow, that is pretty so, great. Can you give me can you give me a plus guts roll? I can give you a plus guts roll, yeah. I sort of shout this as I sort of like wave them over. Mm -hmm. Oh, I do bastards. Uh I got this is gonna be great. I got a four. No. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Um so they, this sort of gaggle of, of airmen comes over to the line, and they get right up next to it, and uh, I think one of them probably takes a swing at you. He's just like, he's calling you some pretty vile shit, but he's not happy about this. It's actually the guy that um, uh, Trushina broke his nose. He's leading up the pack. He's not happy Choice about these word. women. Would he's not happy about these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He and so he uh, he's not necessarily happy about these women acting like they own the place, crossing the line, getting into fights. And if he can't get at a Petrov's pet, then he'll he'll settle for you. So he just uh he takes a good swing at you, and it it fucking hurts. So take one harm. Cool. I take a harm. 
uh, as mm-hmm. I as I sort of, you know, get smacked in the face, and then I look up at him and I sort of grin in a very uncomfortable way, and I smile with blood all in my teeth, and then I spit blood at him. Uh, and then I gives, say, "He gives you a." I, and then I say, "Cross the line, so I can introduce you to my dead friends." Jesus Christ. Oh he, uh, my god. Are you talking about the line between living and dead? Dead or the line between our regiment and theirs? Look, I think the I think that the I think that the themes uh the thematic uh, tone there is is ambiguous. Oh uh, so I'm marking so, one harm or two. Sorry. Uh let's just do one harm on top of your existing one. So you're not in super hot shape. Wouldn't that bump it uh, up to two then? Yeah, so you're at two harm now. Yeah, cool. Oh my god, my cat is trying to break down the door into this room. What do you Kitty. want, you tiny miscreant? Who goes? It's Sekhmet. Hi, Sekhmet. Hi, Sekhmet. Hi, Sekhmet. Oh my goodness, you have a cat named Sekhmet? I love them. Lex yes, and her fur her fur looks enough. like little Cossack pants. She's got little plus fours. She's got these big bushy back legs that look like she's wearing big Cossack pants. I love it. So so does Philip. That's perfect. They'll get along. Everyone's, everyone's talking about their wonderful cats, and it's brilliant. Oh my goodness. Cats. She's purring. Any is. of you listeners out there, cats are great. Look, they got a cat video the other day because, for reasons, we got, I did a cat vlog as an update oh thing God. on the Patreon. Well, she's, she's now making biscuits on my groin, which does not feel very good, but we will move on with play. So, um, the, the man who, the man who decks you sort of flinches at that because that's not what he expected to hear from the little upstart woman he just punched. And he sort of flicks his hand to get your, your blood off of it. And he spits and he does not cross the line. And he leads his little gaggle of boys back. Uh, As he As he walks away, I say something to the, uh, I, I shout out, oh, was, was this siren not enticing enough? <laughs> <laughs> he he almost looks like he's going to come back over. And he, someone else tells him it's not worth it. Um, Cross so, the line, well, buddy. So, Trushina, you get the, the magnetos you need to come back over. Um, and you, you get by okay. And as you come back over, you see your, your friend, Sergeant Rootman, just looking like shit. The black eye is already starting to sort of swell up. What the fuck happened? She, I think you said okay? she was spitting a little bit of blood. Ah, it's nothing. I needed, uh, you, you, I didn't, they were, uh, never mind. <laughs> Look, you, I'm probably going to die tonight anyway, seeing as I'm going up in one two one. So I thought I might as well make the most of it, uh, you know? Uh, so, Junior Lieutenant Komarova. While, while these miscreants are getting into their trouble, um, are you? You said you were going back to probably get some rest and do some paperwork, more than likely. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, rest paperwork. Um, uh, but, but before I rest, so after I do my paperwork, before I rest, mm-hmm. and I, after I have seen uh, some sort of medical person and verified that I'm not going to die tonight, well, yet, um, <laughs> I sit down and I, I start penning a letter to my grandfather. And mm-hmm. uh, what I am trying to do 
is dissuade my grandfather from the, the old ways of thinking. Um, because the, the letters that I occasionally receive and pass through the screenings uh, are often trying to He's saying he's Remind maybe not, me. not necessarily the most revolutionarily minded grandfather. Oh, absolutely not. No, he is he he's stuck in the old ways. He's stuck in the past. Um, he still, you know, is somewhat religious. Uh, pretty religious. Russians are incredibly religious. Um, and he he's like. You know, he signs off on the letters saying he's going to pray for me, all that nonsense. Uh, so, so I am penning a letter telling him of, of my successes, but also uh, just trying to dissuade him. And uh, it's very difficult because I have every day is like another line where I, I'm not sure whether or not I should report him or not mm -hmm. for being against the, uh, the, the Republic. So, I'm petting that, but I do rest. I do absolutely rest at okay. some point. And so, while you're sort of there, you're maybe writing this letter in your bunk, and you're sort of thinking about getting some shut-eye, uh, you, hear, you hear someone in the barracks crying. Terrible, oh, terrible mood oh, killer there. Oh my god, Ro, you're that's, oh god, okay. Uh, as long as it doesn't sound like that, um, uh, I, I guess, I guess my interest is peaked. So I will, I ignore it the first time. If it's a little bit louder, I will it's keeping perhaps you up. poke my head up my door. Okay, it's keeping me up. It's, it's, it's enough of a disturbance that I can't possibly shrug it off. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I I deep sigh. Uh, set off to find the source of this. So she's in a, another bunk, kind of at the rear of the barracks, and she's a she's a pretty unfamiliar face. Her her uniform looks like it was just freshly made. Um, she's a a pretty little thing, blonde, full figured. Does not look like a soldier or an airwoman. Um. And you see that she is crying, and she's shaking. And you, you think you recognize her as one of the new arrivals. She's actually still a private from the look of her uniform. Mm. And she is just sobbing in her bunk and doesn't notice you approach. Okay. All right. So, uh, I immediately, I, I just kind of cross my arms and... and Dresser private. What's what's she, happening here? She sniffles, and even though her face is all you know puffy and tear streaked, she's very pretty. Um, and she goes, "Oh, oh, oh!" And she like struggles to compose herself for a moment, and she says, "I'm a, I'm. It's it's nothing. It's nothing, uh, senior lieutenant. Don't don't." God, be still, my gay heart. This is terrible for me as a person. <laughs> 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 what? Unlike the senior lieutenant or the junior lieutenant Komarova. Yeah, unlike the, the junior lieutenant, I have like this basic sense of human decency. Ah, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, it certainly doesn't look like nothing, Private. 
Nothing wouldn't keep me awake. Um, <laughs> so it's um, this this private looks up at you, and she goes, "I I just I I." She's struggling to even get the words out, and she goes, "I just uh, I I can't go up again. I can't." And you you see as you get closer that she is a uh, holding a a little crucifix in her hand, it's like a little necklace that she. Oh no. Out. Oh no, Sekhmet, do not eat those quarters. What is wrong with you, tiny creature? <laughs> There's so many bad things happening right now. Oh, oh God. But, uh, yeah, this, you this, need to give her a hug. This private looks like she was crying and praying, and she says, I, I, I just don't, I can't go up again. Oh, oh you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> Sendra, oh, what you want? Oh my god! All right, I, I need to. I need to let people know that if this was me personally, Nika, I would hug the hell out of this beautiful child. But because it's not. Um, oh no! <laughs> listen, I like. I know this regime so fucking personally. I have to do what is right. <laughs> you gotta play the part. Look, go for it. You chose your role to play. I did. I glance between the private and the uh, the crucifix that she's holding, and I stomp over and I snatch it out of her hand and I, I demand, "What is this?" She bursts into tears. Oh God, she's I'm, I'm Satan. And she um, goes, I, she goes, I, I I know, I know, we're not supposed to, I know, and, and Father always tells me, I know, I know, I know. But just, I, don't, aren't you ever scared? Don't you just want, it's just a little help. And she kind of reaches out a little hand for it. <laughs> I'm dying. Oh I'm dying, Squirtle. I'm dying, Squirtle. It's happening, right? Okay, let me hang out. I'm going to take a drink of my, my, my second beer. Uh, do you want to possibly size up a person or a situation by either? Yes, you know what? Yeah, let me let me pretend I've got some basic moral compass here, and I will absolutely size up this person and slash or situation with my eyeball. So it's a three d six plus eyeball. skill. A single eyeball. Okay. So I have plus zero to skill because I did. I put shit in luck. Oh, like someone with no no heart. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I got a nine. A nine. So that's yes, hold one and ask a question. Three. Ask a question from the list. How can I help her? What am I overlooking? And I'm you can ask spend... what am I over? What am I overlooking? Because I know how I can help. I just have no heart is the mm -hmm. problem. So what am I overlooking? So you, you look at her and you're just, you're kind of disgusted. This is just, she's mm -hmm. not fit to fly. She should not have passed basic training. Um, this, this woman is a liability to you, honestly. And then you're, you sort of stare at her for a moment and you, you see past the pretty face and the sobbing. And you look at her uniform 
and you see her last name is Private Mirova, and you feel like you remember hearing about a senior party official with that same last name, someone really high up back home in, in uh, Comrade Stalin's cabinet. Um, and you realize that this girl, you know, she's a washout, she's weak, she's clinging to the old faith, is the daughter of someone very important to the party. And that you probably cannot get away with writing her up or disciplining her. And if she gets hurt, there's going to be hell to pay. Um, okay. So, I sit down next to her. I, 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 I heave a deep sigh. This isn't easy for me. But... I heave a deep sigh and I sit down next to her because she's on her a bunk, right? Like she's sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I try to comfortingly put an ar- uh, like arrest a hand on her shoulder, and I say, "You understand, I cannot give this back to you, but of course, I get scared." I go up there every day. I've been here for almost a full year now. I just came back from a mission where I purposefully flew into a wall of fire and 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 flak. I I understand. But if there is somewhere that we need to place our face. It is first and foremost in the party and then in ourselves. There is no being that can undo the power that you have within yourself. She sort of looks up and she's still sniffling really hard and she does really want that crucifix back. But she's, she's looking up at you and she's looking past your eyes and she's looking at that burnt scar along your jaw. And she's just kind of fixated on this. And are you are you reaching out to someone here? Is that what's happening? Oh God, I guess. So this <laughs> is just a this is just a flat roll with no skill. Okay. Uh, seven. So seven is choose one from the list, and you get your choice of remove one harm from you and your friend. Or add one to the mission pool. So do you want to heal up, or do you want to add a resource to your uh, squadron when they go up for the night's mission? Oh, Jesus. Heal up. I'll heal up. I'll heal up. Considering that I'm not sleeping right now, looks directly at this beautiful crying child. (laughs) And so as you, you know, it's hard for you to swallow your loathing of this girl. But it, it brings you some some comfort to be this sort of evangelical for the party in the state. And that's what really reaffirms you more than this moment of, of humanity and kindness, is knowing that you're doing exactly what a, a proper Soviet airwoman should do. You are placing your faith firmly in the state, and you are encouraging others to do the same. And just that kind of zeal and conviction is what kind of makes the ache in your body feel a little less a little less hurtful. And that's sort of what Yay. replenishes you. 
because that's just the kind of stick up your ass zealot that you are. I really um, am. It's terrible. <laughs> and this girl is just, you know, she's she still does not look good, and she is still not a proper soldier. But at least she's not completely melting down right now. And she goes. So, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, what, what were you going to say? I was I was going to ask her if if she's scheduled to go up tonight. Is she, uh, you could just leave it. Is she scheduled? <laughs> uh, yes, yes. I'm I'm scheduled to go up. I was, um, I was honestly thinking about turning myself in for cowardice. Oh my god. I'm lying horizontally in my desk chair. As a real quick aside, can everyone hear my cat loudly purring into my microphone? I can no. now. Because she just laid oh, on okay, top I can of it. just a little bit now, yeah. Okay, come on, segment. Make, make some room. No, no, it's, it's, it's okay. She can stay. <laughs> she's, dude, she's, she's making this terrible thing I'm doing so much better. <laughs> also much um, worse, the cat would be so disappointed, Nika. The Listen, I'm disappointed the in myself. The regimental <laughs> cat walks into the barracks. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Okay, so I say... Is there... Well, so I say, listen, do, do I know her first name, or am I just gonna... What's her last name again? Sorry. Uh, Mirova. Private Mirova. Mirova. Okay. Um... Private Mirova, I will have a discussion with your officer in charge to see if you can perhaps get some remedial training <laughs> for before you are uh, thrust before into you the glory of battle. Before you accept your duty for the state in the skies. Except no, I say I, that so much better, unless like someone that's crying. <laughs> I do need to I'm ask, so right uh, junior, junior oh, lieutenant, is that a genuine thing that you're saying, or are you just trying to make her stop crying? It has no gameplay impact. I just want to know, are you actually going think, to do this? I think I am genuinely willing to speak to somebody, because nobody is going to believe in the state if... Yeah. They are constantly stepped on. The whole point is that we're supposed to be advocating for the the little people. And, like, mm -hmm. if that's not something we follow through on, and if we don't prove that it's, like, all for one, one for all kind of thing, mm -hmm. then it's meaningless words. And I don't believe that they're meaningless words. I don't know the higher-ups personally, but I... I believe that they've got our best intentions at heart, and so I can only carry on and do the same thing and attempt to use what little leverage I have to ensure that perhaps this might be somebody of another generation that will follow through with this same vision, with the same opportunities that I have been given. Gotcha. Cool. Well, I think so it's, it's safe like a to... perfect little brainwashed child. <laughs> I know what I'm up to. God. And so I think we can call that scene there, and we'll we'll go back to our our neglected sergeants. 
Seven. As you're fixing the plane, and I'm sort of, you know, wiping the blood off my face, mm-hmm. I say, so, um, I'm thinking after we're done fixing your plane, seeing as I'm going to die tonight, uh, I might go to, you know, the thing. The thing? The thing? Yeah, you know, the thing. The thing where people sometimes go. I am, of course, referring to the place where uh, people in our squadron section, whatever, go to uh, hang out and let loose. And drink their rations and possibly smoke smuggled cigarettes. Is that yes, what you're implying? Perhaps maybe do other things as well. Listen mm-hmm. to listen to music. Oh, heaven forbid. Um, Very quietly listen to music though. <laughs> okay. So uh, Trishina, how do you feel about this? You you haven't told us too too much about your, your feelings of loyalty. So Do you partake? Do you not but think it's harmless? Or is this kind of something that you turn your nose up at? I mean, she kind of thinks that it's mostly harmless. Like, you know, you've got your true believers, like the beloved LT. Mm -hmm. uh, And then you've got people who literally don't believe in anything. Just like, like, I, I believe in everything, but you've got to be able to blow off steam. Okay. So uh, I think Rutman will follow up on you in just a second, but I think Trushina has a plane to fix. Mm-hmm. I do. I and need so, to fix uh, you my ca- kite. You, you come on back and uh, Badger is just up to her elbows and something else, and she raises an eyebrow and she goes, How the fuck did you get that? Uh, I, I, I keep telling you, I'm just that good. She sort of shakes her head like you're just unbelievable. And she goes, well, maybe if you can bring it back without me needing to repair it, we can agree on that. But uh, listen, I got I got a full workload here. Do you think you can pop that thing back in? I can give it a go. I mean, I'm not the best mechanic we have, but I fly her. It should be, I'm sure I can handle it. <laughs> Okay, and uh, tail number seven three bullet hole is just sitting there, uh, waiting patiently for you and looking kind of sad. And so, this is going to be a repair roll. And so that is two d six plus your skill. And then, um, what was your nature again? Uh, my nature. Yes, that's playbook, right? It's um, uh, no, the the nature is the other. We picked on the sheet. Um, oh, the roll. Yes, sorry. Uh, yeah, I've got leader. Leader. Okay. So for is attack the... Okay. Um, so cool. In that case, it's just two d six plus skill. Right. Uh, Ten. Okay. So that is. Yeah, that's actually a complete success. So you patch it together, and it's yes. no longer damaged. So, she's so clearly seven three seven is is looking out for you. She just she's eager to get back in the fight. Look, I trust um, her. She trusts me. <laughs> we've, we've got a we've got a rapport. 
And Badger just kind of looks... Badger looks kind of incredulous. She's like, you and that fucking bird really do like each other, don't you? Just that good. <laughs> cool. She she gives you a, a whistle and some genuine admiration there. She she does not care the least bit about your heroics, but you fixing that plane in record time does get a, a real genuine grin out of her. I love my plane. <laughs> Like, she can fly. Look at her glorious. And you've uh, even patched up the tail and hastily written maybe a slightly crooked seven back over where the bullet hole was. Yep. But a uh, but a uh, seven three seven is in good shape. She's ready to fly tonight. Uh, anything else you need to do before we jump over to Sergeant Rootman? Uh, no, that's about it. All right. I was wondering so, if I could Sergeant. real quick be right back. I need to take a bio break. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, actually, is that something we can call for the whole group? Because I yeah, could use one as well. We can take a quick break. Um, sure. So we're going to call that um, a... Yeah, we're going to have a five-minute break. Does that sound like enough? Yeah, Should cool. be enough for me. Sure. So we're just going to take a five-minute break, guys. Um, and if somehow you are watching the live stream of this, which would be weird because it's unlisted, I will be here entertaining you all. Um, yeah, you guys feel free to take a break. listening to insert quest here if you like what you've heard so far why not check out some of our other actual plays you can find us by searching for insert quest here on soundcloud wordpress and itunes thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show Listeners, we are back, and we're about to jump back into the second half of our uh, Night Witches game. Yeah, boy. Alrighty. So, I believe when we left off, our uh, dear friend Sergeant Rootman was sneaking off to that place. Mm -hmm. the, the part of the airbase where people maybe sneak off away from the prying eyes of their commanding oh, yeah. officers and the NKVD to uh, get into some, some mischief. So, mm -hmm. uh, Rootman, what is your your particular um, un-Soviet vice that you're here for? Are you maybe listening to some illicit jazz music? Are you smoking some foreign cigarettes? What's the problem? My uh, my illicit vice is that I prefer the company of women. Ooh. And do you have a, a, per a particular paramour that you like to, to stick around with? Well, I mean, no. Oh, goodness. I'm, I'm, uh... Still shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah, that's the euphemism. I'm, I'm still shirtless. All right, so you, you sort of head into this little place. What kind, of, what kind of building is this? Or at least what is it supposed to be when it's not busy being that place? I think it's probably, like, um, the worst barracks sort of thing that we have like a 
and it's, it's got, got a like hole a hole in the roof. Yeah, and it's got like a tarp over that hole in the roof. But it's like we just we never have the resources to fix it, so we haven't housed anyone in here um, because we never have the resources to fix it. Because we never have resources, it pretty much is perpetually ir- uh, in disuse. Okay, and so some people are. Uh and they may be playing with some cards, and some people are in various states of undress. Um, and you get some looks with your, your fresh black eye and a little bit of blood running down your chin. Um, and uh, let's say, hmm, let's say one of the ground crew comes over. What is her name? What is her name? I say frantically getting to the name sheet. Frantically. Um... Let's say Sergeant Rudina. Rudina? So, uh, Rudina, yeah. Um, Sergeant Rudina's a, a fellow airwoman. She's, she's been here almost as long as you have. She's in another section, so you don't fly with her. But um, you, you know each other pretty well. Um, she's a tall for a woman and a, a, little, a little stocky, a little broadly built. She's got those big, got those strong, big arms. strong arms to she, uh, keep you safe. She used to work on a, a big farm out in, in Ukraine, and so she's you know, pulling tractors, pushing things, lifting hay bales before oh, she did this. She can work and on uh, my farm. And, uh, <laughs> whenever, you, whenever you see her around, um, she usually uh, volunteers to help pull the planes away from the flight line and get them back where they're supposed to be. So she's, oh, uh, I'm just envisioning... There's this anime that's on Amazon Prime video or whatever... Mm-hmm. That's like Japan zombies and everyone lives on a on war trains or something. And mm-hmm. there's this there's this female engineer in that, and there's a, this mm-hmm. great gif of her like working the steam dials and she's just all muscle and it's a great shot of her back and like it's it, it's it's fan servicey but like in a really kind of butch kind of way. <laughs> Yeah, and so that's what she's like. She's a, uh, she's got her hair cropped a little, a little short, maybe a little shorter than is properly womanly. And uh, she she comes over to you and she sizes you up. She goes, "Oh, you poor thing! What did you get into?" Picks oh, her thumb and starts to wipe the blood off your chin. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, I sort of uh, <laughs> grin at her. I'm like, well. Uh... Don't tell anyone, but I offered to kill some of the males from the men's section. Oh, and how'd that work out? Well, they didn't give me the opportunity. But I spat in one's face. Oh, well, it it looks like they they got their hands on you. Are you all right? Oh, I mean, it's a little sore. She sort of let's say she she puts a hand around your waist and she goes, Next time bring me with you. I will I'll keep you out of trouble. <laughs> you know, I might be getting into some trouble later on this evening. Ooh. <laughs> they're sending me up in uh they're sending me up in one two one. And at that she actually looks concerned and she goes that devil plane. Mm, no, 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 that no, 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 one. No, 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 stay grounded. Stay grounded. 
Get get hurt somehow, please. Anything. Don't don't go up in that thing. Um, as she says, get hurt somehow. I sort of look at her, <laughs> Riley and say, "Are you off? Are you asking to hurt me?" And that that does get a blush out of her. She's she's maybe not so. This is not her necessarily being super good at flirty, but just she's she's a little naive. She just doesn't have any other under, any other setting. And she goes, "Oh goodness, what never, um, never. I would, I would never hurt you, love." I, I lean in and. Uh, oh, you get that kiss. I kiss her, and then I start kissing her neck, and then I pull away from her neck slightly and just bite it a little and say, "I'd be willing to hurt you." Ooh. <laughs> um, so um, and I would like to reach out. I was gonna say this sounds like you're reaching out. So uh, give me that. Uh, oh, it looks like it's just a, a flat two d six roll. Yeah. This sounds like I'm in like perfect, perfect gay hell. I love it. Um, I got a seven. On <laughs> a seven to nine, choose seven. one. And so one thing with the reach out move that um I didn't say earlier because it just kind of come up in the fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of reaching out is you reach out to someone. And then you reveal a, secret, a significant new truth about yourself. Um, sort of a, a moment of vulnerability. And so that worked earlier because our, our junior lieutenant, you know, told uh, the private that she gets scared sometimes too. And so what, what kind of secret are you, you giving this friend of yours? Um, when this war is over, I want to leave the Union. Holy shit. Oh, wow. And um, you said you rolled a seven? Yes. So that's your choice of... uh, I am going... Each, change the target and tone of a filled regard slot or add one to the mission pool. I'm going to remove one harm. Okay, so you're you're healed up. I say we kind of discretionary cut there. Indeed. She looks... She looks very surprised, but doesn't doesn't push you away. War makes people say strange things and do strange things. And, um, well, it looks like maybe you get that bed rest after all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little harder than she anticipated the bed rest being. I'm going to say, I'm not sure how restful. <laughs> you, might, you might pass out afterward. Um... But I'll, I'll say that we're, we've gone through a decent chunk of the day. The sun is headed on its way down. Is anyone trying to do any last couple things before we head out for the mission? I'm gazing starry-eyed at my plane. <laughs> Probably just, paperwork. Just you and 737 could win this war yourselves. You don't even need the regiment. You don't need the rest of this fucking army. Just you and 737 could take down Hitler if you just had the we've chance at it. We've got this. I love that. Uh, we'll just friggin', you know, he's, he's toast. He's smoked. I love that without knowing, Ro has kind of recreated one of my favorite um, uh, uh, loving relationships from recent television, that of uh, Alex and the Rossi in, in The Expanse. <laughs> <laughs> he loves that damn plane. Look, my plane's just the best. She's got my back and I've got hers. Yeah. I get her in the sky, she keeps me in the sky. Yeah. I get it. I'm into it. It's cool. Alrighty. So um, I'll say before you, you head on out to the flight line, uh, Junior Lieutenant, the uh, 
squadron lead pulls you over, whose name escapes me because I'm a bad GM. Mm-hmm. Trying to get that off of the playbooks again. Uh, uh, it's in the was... Commander Kadzieva? Uh, yeah. Kadzieva? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So uh, Kadzieva sort of pulls you aside. Yeah. It's okay. And she goes, um, so, junior lieutenant, um, we, we have your uh, assignment for the evening. Um, if you're willing to uh, gather your air women, I'll go ahead and brief all of you. Um, and she pulls you aside and she goes, this is going to be a nasty one. Um, you know, I, I, you know, prepare yourself for it. It's okay, 737 and I've got this. <laughs> All right, uh, I, I nod at her and I, I say, they always are, aren't they? And then I, I collect my wayward dummies that I... And so she, uh, she gives you a grim nod. Um, and so... Um, we've got you three, and then we also have three NPC pilots, um, or air women rather. Um, and so, who wants to be? Um, actually, I should give you the assignment first. Then, so your assignment for the evening, among others, um, you're going to be bombing the Krism. Kr- oh my goodness, Russian pronunciation. Kr- it's okay. Kr- Krimiyaskaya fuel dump and rail yard. So it's a, a Russian rail yard that's been taken by the Germans. Um, and they're using it. It looks like Krimskaya. I was overthinking it. Yeah. So Krimskaya is going to be your target. It's a rail yard that the Germans have taken for themselves and are using to sort of coordinate the movements of important supplies for themselves in. Um, it is very well defended. They're using it to primarily transport fuel. And so it's it's very, very heavily protected because if you take that out, that means there's nothing to get the, the German tanks moving, the German trucks. Um, this is kind of a linchpin of their, their operations in the region. And so this is a, a pretty vital target for you to hit, but there will be pretty stiff resistance. Um, they're going to want you to be going in pretty high up, um, because if you're any lower than that, they're just going to tear you apart with the uh, anti-aircraft guns. So um, it's it's going to be a pretty nasty one. Um, and so with that, we need to assign a couple different roles for this mission. So we need someone to be the wayfinder. This is going to be whoever's navigating to the target. And um, just in case we're wondering about mechanics, uh, wayfinding is a plus skill role, so we want someone who's good at skill. I'm willing to be navigator. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't have any skills, so... Yeah, I got one. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be the wayfinder. Okay, so when you're going to be wayfinding, um, and then we have someone leading the attack run, that's a plus guts role. And so who do we want that um, to be? I've got a... Um... I've got the role of leader, so I can lead an attack run well. Okay. Uh, if that helps. Any uh, opposition to that, junior lieutenant? No, no, that's fine. Okay, most capable women for the job. And so we've got uh, 737, we've got 121, and we have another plane. Um, and so I assume that Trushina is flying 737. 
Um, do you want an NPC as your navigator, or do you want one of these two as your navigator? Um, look, I think uh, for this flight, she'd probably stick with her usual navigator, uh, Zerova. Okay. She uh, you know, claps you on the shoulder as you're standing at the flight line as the sun goes down. Uh, I and would then, reapplied um, the lipstick and I'll throw her a wink. Uh, mm-hmm. My goodness. Okay. And then I assume that uh, Junior Lieutenant Komarova and Sergeant Rootman are probably sharing our dear friend 121. Yep. Is that right? I'm flying. So Komarova's I'm flying, flying, and then that means uh, you're in the back seat there, Rootman. I'm just, as we're climbing into it, I'm just like muttering swears. Oh my. <laughs> I think you probably noticed that I have. A surprisingly well put together uniform for me. Like, I mean, there's lots of fresh stitching on it where I've fixed it. Uh, I, I will leave it up to you whether or not you can see the hickeys on her neck in the the dusk light. I personally think that she notices the black eye and mm-hmm. notices and and essentially is like, oh, of course you got in a fight with the boys. But she does take notice of the patched-up uniform and, like, does a curt nod of approval. <laughs> you got the shit beat out of you, but at least your uniform looks good. That's what matters. I look back yep. at you and sort of grim and, uh, well, if I'm gonna die, I might as well. If you're gonna die, you better look the part, damn it. Yeah, I better look like a fucking mm-hmm. hero. <laughs> Alrighty, so as you sort of climb into your planes, you see your your companion plane with the NPC pilots in it. Um, and as the sun goes down, you start up your engines, and they're super loud, tinny things vroom, right in front of the pilot. And you sort of teeter-totter in your little wooden string bag down the line, and you take off. And as the sun goes down, the sky goes black. It's, um, it's pretty scary up here. It's dark, it gets pretty cold because you're up among the clouds, um, and one of the things is your plane does not have lights, because that would make you a big target, and you're, you're flying over a lot of wilderness and a lot of sort of abandoned battlefield, so there's not really too, too many lights beneath you. It kind of just looks like one big black ocean down there, and you know, every once in a while you'll pass a, a fire or a lone truck or something, but... It's it's pretty damn hard to navigate in this. And so our Wayfinder, mm-hmm. um, give us a plus skill roll. All right, here we go. It's the day sheet. Raymond, what are you doing? May the force be with us. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, eight. Eight. On a seven to nine, you find it and choose one consequence. So it's your choice of the plane suffers a minor mechanical failure, they're waiting for you, or you're, spress- you're stressed or banged around. I think plane suffers a minor mechanical failure um, because, this plane, because this plane hates me. God, one, two, one. You're sitting there in that back seat. You're sort of looking at this little map. You can just barely see in the moonlight. And as you're you're pointing out a couple landmarks, you're getting there. 
and you just hear one two one rumble a little bit beneath you, and you hear a tink tink tink, and you see mm-hmm. something little and shiny just vanish beneath you into the the countryside. And whatever that is, you hope it wasn't important. Um, I just sort of shout, "It begins!" <laughs> God. And uh, I'll say, uh, Trishina, you you can hear over the roar of the engine and the the whistling night wind. You just hear Sergeant Rootman just shout. You can't make out the words, but you know she's in one two one. I'd like to stop uh, laughing. Yeah, you probably see me like throwing up hand gestures and stuff, <laughs> articulating with my with my hands about how much I hate this blade. It's a uh, oh god, I can't wait for this thing to start falling out of the sky, and I can basically do the bit from Armageddon when the Russian guy starts attacking the spaceship. God. And so um, you've got a bit of a flight before you get over the target. You know you're on the right approach. You know it's coming up in a little bit. But you've got some some time in the air. And so uh, Komarova and uh, Rupin, you're sharing a plane. And then Trushina, you have your uh, navigator in the back seat as well. Are you saying anything while you're flying in? Um, I'd be humming something under my breath. Some beautiful Russian song. I, yeah. I, I lean forward and tap mm-hmm. uh, the lieutenant on the back of the head uh, uh, and sort of press to her cheek uh, uh, a, a, a flask of my vodka ration that I've been saving up one part of my vodka ration for the few, last few weeks. And she shouted, Lieutenant! One last drink! <laughs> Before we go to the Jaws of hell! <laughs> oh my god. Alright, in some fucking beautiful fit of Schadenfreude, the lieutenant cracks a goddamn smile. Um, just because, boy, it is hilarious. <laughs> like, my, my flying's fine, a screw maybe got loose, whatever. Mm-hmm. But... I am a red-blooded Russian, and I would be remiss to, like, not accept proffered alcohol. So, gladly, I take the flask, I take a swig, I hand it back, and I say... Something witty. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, I'm thinking... Yeah, probably something along the lines of... um, I can't wait to to have you eat your words on this because, like, I always believe that we're going to succeed, you know? So, like, I can't wait for you to be proven wrong. Mm -hmm. And and as you say that, Komarova, the engine on 121 gutters just a little bit. It doesn't go out, but it sort of stalls for just half a moment. And then it kicks back on. And it does that a couple times in quick succession. (laughs) And you swear that it almost sounds like it's laughing at you. <laughs> See, even the, the plane taunts us! Am I tempting light, fate by just talking? And then a light rain begins to fall. It's, oh, not good. Enough to, it's not enough to obscure your vision, it's not enough to make things terribly worse, but you are soggy. It does not feel good. Now I'm gonna uh, die sopping wet. And then, um, 
uh, Trishina, any words for your navigator while you go in, or are you professionals at this point? You know what you've gotten into. Uh, go in there. Um, no, I should say so. Uh, <laughs> um, something along the lines of, uh, always nice to be back in the air again, isn't it? Even if it's into the jaws of inevitable death. The sergeant just uh, gives you like a, a tight smile, and she she goes. Every time I think it's going to be the last one, every single fucking time. Do you see well, her kind of leaning over the edge, just looking down at what's below? I mean, look. Where else are you going to get such magnificent views? Never say I don't get you anything. We've got a light. Misting of rain. We've got the glorious countryside. Look at that. No moon. Isn't it <laughs> picturesque? You wouldn't want to die uh, on a Trishina, night like your... Fiery, fiery death. Trushina, what's your, um, your, uh, let me pull something up real quick on your sheet. Um, so she goes, Katya, uses the, the informal version of your name. Yes. If you take a bullet, have the kindness in your heart to just steer us straight down, okay? I want it to be quick. Look, I can't promise there won't be at least one flip. Or spin. <laughs> you gotta just die with some flair. <laughs> just a little bit of flair. And, and she, uh, she squeezes your shoulder pretty hard. I promise it'll be with style. And she, you know... <laughs> And it's uh, all business for her now. Um, She's cute. And so as you're, you're pulling up on the target, you start to see the lights on the horizon. It looks like a rail yard. It's running day and night. And this is, this is a, a cornerstone of the German war machine. You see trains, you see trucks, you see... You can't see the men scampering around, but you can picture those Hitlerite dogs beneath you in their black uniforms. Um... And they're they're running about doing their their work on a fucking Soviet train yard. It just really rubs you the wrong way. And as yeah, you sort of we are the boot. <laughs> and as you form up into position, you have um, Trishina take lead. She's the the lead on the attack run. Um, and so as you you line up for it, let's go ahead and give me a plus guts roll. All right. Um... So that's just the two plus guts. Mm -hmm. All right, let's see how this goes. Come on. Oh. Very lucky. 13. Wow. Two sixes. That's phenomenal. My brother's so you fucking going off. So Look, you, I um, told you I'm good. <laughs> so you choose one from the list. It's the damage to the target is not significant, and it's your fault. You fly through a storm of flak. A plane is your, in your section is damaged, or you and your fellow airwoman are marked. Hmm. Listen, I think marking would be fine. Yeah, I'd be keen to be marked. Yeah. I got lots of marks. I'd love to get out. Uh, 
I'll go with uh, me and a fellow airwoman are marked. Okay, and who is the uh, the other airwoman that you have marked? Is it your co-pilot? Is it one of the other player characters? Um, look, sorry, Ray, but because you're in 121, mm-hmm. yeah. I want to uh-huh. sort of shit on your parade a little bit. Go for it. Uh, and have you cop some shit from the plane. Sure. All right. So he breaks off and... So, yeah. yeah, so both of you pull a, a mark off of your list there. Check it and tell me which one we hit. It should be on the second page of your playbook. Yeah, I'm not sure if I want to share a premonition. Uh, I call dangerous attention to myself with fancy flying. Ooh, okay. Because I'm just that good. And so what does that look like? So what do you do that calls so much attention to you as you fly over? So you're in this little plane, you kill the engines, you drop your bombs, and um, as the, the bombs arc just in this beautiful line, it hits square on this big fuel truck, and it just goes up like a fucking torch. It's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Uh, I'd like and, to um, do a couple of unnecessarily unnecessary flips, and if anyone's looking up, just sort of give them a jaunty <laughs> wave and salute. Okay, so you, you do a flip over there. And, yep. Just a little unnecessary acrobatics, um, a bit of a, you know, fuck you, and then keep flying. Your, your wayfinder is screaming, and you can't tell <laughs> if it's because she just hates you for doing this, or if she's so exuberant about the, uh, the bomb connecting, but she is just hollering in the back. And um, as you see some secondary explosions spread out, uh, uh, Rootman, what is your mark? Um, I took shit, uh, reveal a secret. So our engine splutters uh, again, and I think we're going to fall out of the sky to say, uh, it seems like a good time to con- con- confess my faults. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Don't do it. Don't. Do- oh. oh, God. Lieutenant? I love you. <laughs> oh wow! I didn't even think about doing that. I was gonna go for uh, something else. Uh, okay, so I'm trying to like regain control of the plane, and I've got you know this the ice equal composure of someone who's so we'll, gonna die at any second. We'll get to that, but before we go, Rootman, what was your secret that you confess? Um, uh, I have fallen in love with a smuggler. <laughs> And as I'm sure that upsets you more than your plane dropping out of the sky, Komarova. Um, yes. As, as soon as that comes out of her lips, one two one gutters back to life and jerks back into your control. <laughs> and you are free to make your attack run with a plus one forward because of just how well your um, companion. Uh, Trishina let her attack run. So give me a 2d6 uh, plus guts. Okay. Alright. Well, I'll, I'll roll that with my online roller, but I am personally shook. Shaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I got a 4 and a 6, which is a 10, but my guts is minus 1, so a 9. A nine. So you choose two from the list. It's a hit, but you take two consequences. The damage to the target is not significant, and it's your fault. You fly through a storm of flak. A plane in your section is damaged, or again, you and your fellow airwoman are marked. 
Uh, I'll do the markers. Two of those. We should share okay, permission. So, so you get the mark, and then you also choose one more. Uh, and then I will. So the damage is insignificant. You fly through a storm of flak, or a plane in your section is damaged. I'll fly through a storm of flak. I'll do that enemy fire. You want to do oh that in one twenty one? Are you mad? I'm gonna do so, that. Why do you hate Ray? Because I'm I, so, I have a plus one in luck. It's my only skill. Right. <laughs> so yeah, let's do a, a plus one, or let's do a plus luck roll for enemy fire. And right. even though even though it's um, Rootman's regard with one two one, I'll say it counts because you're both in the plane. So you get plus one to this on top of your skill. Nice. Okay. All right. So I'm rolling two d6, and I get that plus one. Fucking Christ! It's a six. Is that with your plus one and your luck? <laughs> uh oh. So I get an extra plus one as well as my luck plus one. Yes. Oh, so that would be a seven. Oh, thank Christ. So, Rootman's regard for one two one that fear is what bumped you up from failure to partial success. Holy shit! So this plane wants you to endure long enough so that it can be the one that kills you. <laughs> wow. So you choose, you choose two consequences from the list. Uh, casualties um, on... So it's casualties on board, split five harm between you two, however you like. Fuck. Uh, your plane is damaged, or another plane in your section goes down. You take two of those. Okay. Um, I'll do another plane in my section goes down. Better not be okay. great. 737. And, uh, and I'll do plane is damaged, but no casualties yet. So Okay. So it... Um, you know, you, you go in for your attack run, you see um, uh, Trushina's bombs hit, and it just goes up like a fucking porch. Um, and then as you go in, the engine sputters out. You get this horrifying confession of counter-revolution from your, your Wayfinder. And then as you regain control, you drop your bombs, but you're just blasted with fire. And you see the tail plane in your section, um, the one with the NPC pilots. Um, just takes a, a big tracer around straight to the engine block and it just goes up and for a second it looks like a big burning kite. It just glides as the entire thing is on fire and it, it doesn't actually fall out of the sky it just slowly glides down on fire and you just sort of watch it go um, it's, it's not a pretty sight um, and then uh, the other one was the plane is damaged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're lucky you still have your feet because it looks like the the majority of the fire lit up the bottom of one two one, <laughs> and you see what you think is your landing gear dropping down towards those those German bastards beneath you. Oh, good. You uh, you think you might have needed that. Maybe. So the, the plane's the plane's still flying. It's a it's definitely banged up. There's some holes in it. Uh, curse your luck. The one two one on the tail is still completely intact, and there's just a halo of bullet holes around it. Mm. Um, mm. But your your landing gear is intact, um, or your landing gear is not intact. Rather, it's been shot clean off. Cool. Lieutenant. So, 
<laughs> oh yeah, and also we're marked again. I took oh. I took share a premonition. I'm not sure if there's a specific thing there. Presumably, that's, I just that's just whatever I you want to do. I just state a thing about the future. Cool. Yeah, you see something. This plane will kill us. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure if if we're going to die here tonight, but uh, I think. I think I see children in your future. <laughs> <laughs> and junior um, lieutenant, what is your mark? So I have a question. This is a, a, a player question. So uh-huh. when I took the greater good, I get to rewrite an unused mark to read abandon a comrade in advance. Uh, and oh, the one no. that I replaced with that is share a premonition. Can I use that for the two NPCs that just kick the bucket, or do I have to use that for somebody that I know? No, those two are goners as part of a separate separate consequence okay, for okay. you. So, so abandon a comrade. Okay. I will reveal a secret. Mm-hmm. Um, which is... <laughs> I have an idea for one if you don't have one, but if you've got one, I'm happy to hear it. I have one. Okay, yeah. let's hear it. Oh, God. Um. Oh, I have one, but it's literally the worst, and I kind of... Can I hear yours and see which one makes me less of the devil? So what I was going to say, I had this idea earlier when you were writing back to uh, your, your dear grandfather in his misguided ways, mm-hmm. that um, your, your family, before the revolution and the, the glorious rise of the workers and the peasants and all that... Um, is one of money and that you hate it dearly, but that you are technically of the old aristocratic blood. Your family used to be landowners and wealthy and titled and you, you absolutely hate this and you've kept it a secret for a long while, but that's I, part of what drives I, you. So I did want to suggest that one. But you've got I like that, that a lot because what I thought is that I, I would have like sold out and reported my family but I think mm-hmm. that having them be of money is more of a driving force as to why I'm so zealously mm-hmm. invested in the party. Yeah, so as you, you know, you narrowly scrape past death, you feel like maybe that should have been the one that took you down, but somehow you're in one piece. How does that secret come out? Um, so we're... we're <laughs> We're going to crash. It's best you, you just you just confess your sins. <laughs> so and the blood's just pounding. Yells, there's the children blood... in your future. Yeah. So she just yelled, "There's children in your future," and the blood's pounding in my ears, and I just like cackle into the <laughs> the night sky, oh, and God. I say, "I I would never contribute." to the bloodline that I'm already part of. I, I want nothing more to do. I don't want to add anybody to this already bougie family that I have been born into. Brilliant. Wow. And so, uh, Trishina, you look back, uh, the tailplane in your squadron is, um, at this point, that big burning kite has finally sort of smashed into something and is a fireball on the ground. Um, and you, you get the feeling that that probably was not quick. 
um, and you look back and you see that that fucking one two one. It's it's got some holes punched through it. There's no landing gear on the bottom, but you see you see two little air women heads sticking up out of the top of it. They're they're still in one piece. I'd like to uh, laugh and uh, just sort of throw them a salute, even if they can't see. It. Just like that fucking one twenty one. Mm-hmm. I fucking play. Right. And so as you're, you're coasting on back, you see that the, the whole field down beneath you, the whole rail yard, it looks like they're mostly transporting fuel, and it's just, it's beautiful. The whole thing is just on fire. It's just massive blaze. And you can actually see that the, uh, the undersides of your planes are lit up clear as day. You, you stand out clear against that black night sky. Oh, oh, good. And, um, I'll, let's see here. I don't think I'm going to shoot you again. I think we've, we've gotten back <laughs> oh, thanks. enough. But, um, some, some rounds definitely, you know, punch through your wings, but it doesn't, it's not enough to take you out. They're busy, you see, you know, evacuating, trying to put out fires. Uh, but the, uh, the mission's a success. And so you, you could. Uh, what's up? Uh, as we're flying off, uh, mm-hmm. can uh, Katja just sort of shout something like "From Russia with love"? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Words, like "From Russia with love, you mother, you motherfuckers." Of course, and your um, your navigator is just hollering, and she goes, "You're fucking insane!" <laughs> She's just screaming and hollering. And she goes, if you ever do another fucking flip in this thing, I'll shoot myself right then and there. Uh, I'd like to do a little, like, like barrel roll. No! <laughs> oh my god. There are no seatbelts! Hold on, Johnny! And so you, um, you, you know, coast through the night um, back Scared towards base. Out of my pool, you see the, the sun start to come up. And, and now we have an interesting conundrum. Um, 737 is perfectly fine to land. It, it can get down there no problem. But uh, 121 is, is missing something you need for that. It's missing that lovely little landing gear that those, those German bandits shot off. Um, I'm going to see if I can spot a river. Mm, okay. I mean, you can try and, and rough landing the airfield. It'll be the same either way. Oh. So right. it's whatever you want to do. If you want to go down in the river, you, you think that'll be safer? It's whatever you prefer. What are you What are you thinking, Lieutenant? Oh. Straight down into one of the barracks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so wherever you pick to land, you are going to be giving me a roll for wheels down. When you land a plane yeah. under less than ideal circumstances, it's plus skill. Uh. <laughs> Look, I mean, I'm, happy I guess take, I'll... I'm happy to take over flying if you do not have a bonus to skill. I don't have a bonus to skill, but I don't have a, a subtraction either. I have plus so one to I, skill. I will say that you're probably stuck in the seats you're in, but I will give you yeah. the, the plus one from the regard that um, uh, I thought they, has again. I thought they might be dual control. It's just that you only have one person steering most of the time. I mean, that I, sounds I, a little high-tech. This is this is a crop duster. It's it's made out of yeah. wood and string. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, I figure I, we'll, I'll try to land it next to the 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 base, but not necessarily in 
Like I landed on the furthest landing strip. Yeah, so come you know over. What you could do. Oh because, god, what could I do? Uh, come over. I will give you. Are probably a bit shitter. <laughs> landed on the dead. You could land it on the boys' airstrip next door because they got all the friggin' resources <laughs> at the landing strips. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Oh man, do I, I hate men enough to do that? Do it. I mean, I know the answer to that question, regardless of context. Um, <laughs> and you get your. Yeah, I you're will right. give you the plus one from um from Rootman's regard again. Okay, sure. I'll uh I'll uh I'll land it on the boys' side. Is there an aid action in this game? No. Uh, that is the mission pool, which no one ever tried to contribute to. That's fair. So as we're <laughs> as we're coming in, I I say I shout to the lieutenant, "Come on, lieutenant! You gotta make me eat my words. Remember how are we gonna eat my how am I gonna eat my words if we if we crash and die?" Um, right, so give me that 2d6. Yeah, that's a fair... I believe anybody's got this. Oh, uh, okay. I got a solid 10. Nice. nice. Wow. And do I get plus one regard? I got five and five. And then are you giving me that regard? I guess you don't yeah. have to. I believe it's no, happening. You get it. so, so that's an 11. Nice. So on a 10 plus, you and your PO2 are on the ground and in one piece. So oh, you, wow. you're soaring out of the sky and you... You see the airfield, and you look over the 218th side, and their strip is a little bit nicer than yours. It's actually even paved. Just you, tear it you bring up it in, and um, it doesn't feel good when you hit the airstrip with the bottom of your plane. I have to lift so. my feet so that the, my shoes don't get <laughs> like burnt off by the exposed ground. And so you, you hit, and you skid, and it doesn't, it doesn't flip. It doesn't catch on fire. It doesn't disintegrate around you. Nothing punches through you. And you skid to a bone-shaking stop on the male side of the airfield, on the 218th side of the line. And you see some of the, the men's air crew running out. What the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck get out of here. Get out of here. And they're you running over. You want to pick up and carry it? Yeah, I was actually, like, I was going to say that, like, yeah, let's Absolutely. get out of here. Let's just fucking walk away from the plane. She would, she would say, like, because I'm I'm assuming she still outranks a few of the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would say, unless you would tr- like to try landing a plane with no landing gear, I'd suggest if you want to move this plane, you move it yourselves. And they, they're kind and of... Fucking how to buy that and see the ground crew start to drag it off of the line. Um, <laughs> right. and, and as it goes, you what just a tribe. <laughs> and the yeah. Rootman, you just see that, that one, two, one, and it feels like it's looking down at you. And it just it gives you? you a look. And again, you see that the plane is riddled with bullet holes and not a single one of them touched the tail number. See, I almost fucking died again. <laughs> I... I, like, sort of drink the rest of that flask of vodka and nod at the plane, as if to say, you know, next time, All right. we'll and see so who Trush- comes out on top. And so, Trushina, you and your navigator are called over to debrief, and mm-hmm. after a, a minute or two, you see your, your comrades duck the rope fence that divides you from the 218th and jog on over 
um, and the, the pair of women from the third plane is conspicuously missing. And uh, the squadron lead asks um, Komarova, report. Oh, God. Um, I hate that fucking plane. <laughs> uh, so so I, I report uh, and I explain that our... Um, I can't believe I'm going to do this. <sighs> so uh, the the three sergeants that are with me here perform their duties admirably. In that, as wild of a character she as she might be, uh, Sergeant Yekaterina Trushina did her duty and performed and you know hit the target and all went well. Um, and because I have the because I have the zealot role. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can help during debrief by criticizing a fellow airwoman. So I will pointedly criticize the people that are totally fucking dead. And oh, wow. Yeah, I'm pulling that level of So you basically garbage. say, like, they got themselves killed in endangered Yeah, mission? I essentially say they got themselves killed. Like... Wow. Like, if I could land a plane supposedly cursed looks directly at fucking Hana, and then... Like, with no landing gear, then whatever those two sergeants did, they, they did it to themselves. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Alrighty. And so, Adrian Lead says, and the, um, the target is neutralized. The rail yard has been rendered inoperable. Yes. Excellent work. 100%. It went up in flames. She um, looks over at uh, Trushina and she says, you can expect a uh, commendation for your bravery here. We just have to file the necessary paperwork. Dismissed. uh, (laughs) And then run away to check my plane. Is she damaged? As we're we're walking (laughs) away from the briefing, I'm like, oh, you get a commendation for doing that, doing you know, the thing that you do without breaking a sweat, but I don't get a commendation for getting into the flying death trap. One, two, one, if we all got commendations you. for doing our jobs, Sergeant. <laughs> I did my job! But <laughs> I can guarantee you I would be much higher up in this. <laughs> oh! And I think we'll call it on that wonderful Just line. So that was Night Witches. Fantastic. Holy Oh God! I'm the devil. <laughs> what a I really thing. wanted to get more people killed, but I didn't have the heart. I'm <laughs> glad that you didn't have the heart because it was like the more people to get killed were us. Yeah, <laughs> because here's the thing. Here's what I left like in my beautiful mind. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to be the devil, I have abandoned a comrade on advance. I absolutely would have left you behind. And then Somebody. the things that I don't have ticked off were um, spread a vicious rumor and reveal a secret, oh, as no. well as that share of premonition and the embrace death. So I would have spread the rumor uh, during the debrief that you did this to yourselves. And I just oh, abandoned you. I, I, I literally, like, at that one moment, I was sitting there and I was like, <laughs> I could be the sole survivor here. 
You could and be I the didn't. glorious <laughs> hero of the the glorious hero of the. I people. could have been the hero of the regime. Oh wow! I appreciate your sacrifice. <laughs> I just wanted to. I gotta say. I was I was so keen on trying to kill your navigator, and you just rolled too well. I was no, like, I love my navigator. <laughs> She's mine. I so, also yeah. almost killed Ray another time. I I was really happy with how that went. Um, yeah, I that was huge so, fun. Night witches has been at the top of like my gaming bucket list for a long, long time. My um my dad's a Navy pilot. He was a pilot and a search and rescue swimmer. And then when he retired, he worked full-time as a volunteer at an air and space museum here. And so I have basically grown up just, like, immersed in World War II aviation stuff. And so mm-hmm. when I found this just weird little game that not only is all about that, but is so just, like, profoundly feminist and clever and every part of it just reinforces its central themes, I was just in love with it. And then I pitched it to my group, and they universally vetoed it. Oh. <laughs> and uh, so uh, Lex and I have followed each other on Tumblr for a while, and I saw her talking about um, talking about uh, how she wanted to play it, and I sort of offhand said, "You know, I'd be willing to I'd love for you to run it for Insert Quest here." And then I'm like, "I could, I could." And she's like, "Oh yeah, that'd be kind of cool." And I'm like, "You know, fuck it." So I sent her an email, and she was very keen. And so we did this thing. It's fun. I I'm invested in uh, in Katja. Yeah, it's cool. Yes. We could maybe do some more sometime. Um, that would. What's really fun about this game is it actually maps out the entire span of the war. Um, every every single like bit of the war that the 588th was in is covered in the book, and it has a little list of missions for yeah, each one. Yeah, so. You guys remember how in there it said change duty station sometimes? Yeah. Change duty stations is we move to the next part of the war, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you move and to as like the, war the next goes on, air base or whatever. Yeah, and so it scoots you closer and closer to Berlin until eventually you are bombing Germany itself. Yes. Yeah. There's, also a, there's also a mechanic for every time you change duty stations to change... Well, not even a mechanic, but there's a thing about... You can do it so that every time you change duty stations, you change um, you change GMs. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And then the, the other thing it considers, too, is obviously with the way marking works, it's not super likely that a character is going to get to the end of the war, even if they don't get shot out of the sky. And so yeah. it's that whole grind of the war is if you're going up every single night and each one is as dangerous as that one was... Mm. The odds of any one character making it through a single duty station, let alone the entirety of you know the Second World War, is just phenomenal. No, no, um, yeah. But it's Hunter a it's a really that good. It's <laughs> a really killer little game. I really love it a lot. I love it a lot too. And like, if we if if it was ever revisited, you you bet your butt, like you bet your butt that. Junior Lieutenant Kamarova is 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 pissed that uh, she's not the one that did, got a commendation for being the freaking leader in this. But, you know, <laughs> hey man, maybe if you hadn't got someone in your line killed, <laughs> which wasn't me, they got themselves killed. I landed a plane. Oh, good girl, landed planes. <laughs> uh, cool. I love that. I love that. It was very good. Um, it was really fun. Um, if 
I would love it if at all possible if you guys could um, <clears throat> save your character sheets um, mm-hmm. and email them over to me because I would love to put them up on the Patreon as some of our table artifacts thing, which is where we share like character sheets and stuff sure. that we've made. Um, so I'd love to be able Very to cool. share that. Um, so I'm just going to save mine now. Um, save as... Um, let's go RPG books. Yep, that's the button. But we got we got some of the horrors of war. We got some institutional misogyny. We got some some lesbianism. Some lovely butch ladies having some lovely butch love. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy with how that went. Yeah. Indeed. That's super fun. Cool. Uh, I thought it was a great game, and I'm really glad to have played it, and I hope that you guys enjoyed uh, listening to this first look, and I also hope that you guys enjoyed playing uh, with us. Uh, does anyone have any final thoughts about the game or anything like that? I'm glad I, I didn't murder say- all of you. <laughs> it was super fun. I'm really thankful for the invite. I honestly never thought I'd see this one to the table, so thank you so much, and thank all of you for playing. Thank Wonderful. you for running. Wonderful. Uh, uh, so, yeah, re- please, if you enjoyed listening to this, share it, uh, because that's the only way that anyone ever is going to find out about the podcast, is if you tell them uh, that it exists. Um, and, you know, you can find us on all uh, a whole bunch of social media. You can find us on Twitter and uh, Facebook. Uh, and we also have a Patreon, which I mentioned earlier. Um uh, and so, yeah, I'm just thankful for you guys having given uh, given this a listen, and I hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, farewell from the past. I'm Ray. Bye. Bye.